This is where we leave you, Mr. Bond. A little premature, isn't it? Otherwise known as Roger the Shriver. Ah, and I am. Uh, I got. I got nothing except your host, John Hunt. Mm-hmm. It's a, a pleasure to be with you, John, Matt. Uh, thanks for asking me on again. Uh, hey, my name is our Drax, the Destroyer. I'm actually from the Marvel Universe. Nice. Very well, Drax. Yes. Is it Ultimate Drax. Drax? Not. Not the movie guy. Oh, really? Comic comic book guy. But the movie guy was in a James Bond movie, so it kind of ties together. I didn't want it to get confused. When people close their eyes and they they picture me, like the voice, they probably picture uh, Dave Bautista. Probably. Definitely. I'm going to say, absolutely. I would like to just point out, too, that the, the listener... Will not hear. Will not be able to see this. But on, on the. But on we the are Skype, cats. Yeah, on the <laughs> Skype thing, who it says I'm on the call with. I don't know. Some for some reason the M is like sort of cut off on the on the mat. So it says I'm I'm on a call with Lat Lat Durson. No, <laughs> I'm Lat Durson. I've been working on my traps and my mats and everything. But I haven't changed my name. Lactose intolerant. Oh, yes. Hey. Anyways, welcome back, Clay. Thanks for coming on again. Drax. You you didn't trip over your clown shoes this week? (laughs) (laughs) Or did I? Oh, very true. We we don't know. But uh, so we're going to do this. You know, we did Spy Who Loved Me last episode, and now we're going to do Moonraker. This was one that I have been pooping on for a while and John was like no it's good well I mean it's good in a goofy <laughs> dumb way it's right. not good in like a, I think this is the greatest piece of cinema way right yeah. but I and I think you 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 guys even thought that I wouldn't even want to do it you were kind of like oh well, well we well, can't do Moonraker based on your history of everything that is <laughs> <laughs> well alright <laughs> fair enough well, yeah, can't argue with you there. But but yeah, I, but how I gave up half of, half of my review time praising you for going with the flow last time. That was very nice of you. Yes. And how was um, your flow this time? Heavy or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you just need a panty liner, or do you need a full oh, on max? Uh, the full on man. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, this podcast is already going. Uh, going yeah, to hell. Into start over. Three, two, one. Three, record. two, one. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm letters. <laughs> I'm letters. 
So, anyways, but we're doing Roger Moore. So, of course, we should point out before we at the, the end of the last at the end of the last one. I guess we mentioned this, but they say we're gonna do for your eyes only. James Bond will return yeah. of your eyes only. And then, like a month after that movie came out, or something, then or maybe a month or two before the movie came out, Star Wars came out. Yeah. And they were like, "What? Have, what do we got? That sort of sounds like Star Wars. Moonraker. Yeah. We got Star that. Moon." It's in space, buff, puke, whatever. <laughs> Always, I th- before we watched it this time, I was like, that must have been on, had something to do with, like, they're actually on the moon. They're not. And, yeah, you know, they, no. but also, I never, I always associated, I always associated it with, you know, them being, like, on the moon or, or something like that. I find out That's today Austin Powers too. that the Moonraker is the very top sail on an old ye old tall ship. Did you learning rake, stuff? That's knowledge dropping right there. The the moon. Uh, I, but I also like that. I kinda had like um you know what do they call it? Like the Mandela effect or whatever, like with this movie because I think this is the movie that I deep down in my soul probably seen like a ton of times. It's the one I think about when I think of Jaws. I think about the um the gondola scene on this one, but I was always like a big space kid. I was way into NASA as a, a child and and all this stuff. But um, but yeah, they don't actually go to the moon. No, do, no, it's... they do not. <laughs> well, spoiler warning: no, they don't. <laughs> and, like, and also, most people think that most of this movie takes place in space when it's kind of the shortest part of the whole film. Yeah, that's actually something that I always kind of, yeah, like thought too, as a kid and stuff, just being like, you know, not even really seeing it that much probably as a kid, even though like I was, you know, a fan of Roger uh, after uh, View to a Kill, which I probably wouldn't like if I haven't seen it in a while, I probably wouldn't like it. But um, I was, I always thought that too. As as you always say, we'll get there. in space. And someone once told me, like, all of Thunderball is underwater or whatever. You know, it's like one of those things. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's only like the climax, really, that's in space. Yes. So, anyways, um, this was and it's probably the, the least ridiculous part of the movie is the space parts. You think? <laughs> it's pretty, we'll, yeah, we'll it's get pretty, there. pretty, pretty standard uh, space shoot 'em up. <laughs> up there. I guess so. All right, well, let's start at the beginning, though. Come on, now we got to start at the beginning. Yeah, Moonbreaker, 1979. Yep. As we pointed out, like, Star Wars was still, like, everything was like, oh, it's Star Wars. But um, first, we should point out this is the final time that the actual 007 theme by John Barry is used at the beginning of the. Oh, I was going to say that. But, uh, oh, you all have plenty of. Knowledge. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I've got plenty of knowledge, don't worry. <laughs> uh, this is also the first movie to feature the modern space shuttle, which is kind of uh, like the modern-looking space yeah. shuttle. I have the, the, to The, uh, the space say, shuttle hadn't even taken off in real life yet. That's yeah. true. Not for, not for another two years. They did want to try to sync it up with the launch with NASA, but they uh, 
couldn't get the rights. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. They were probably wanted this actual space shuttle to <laughs> before they sent it up there. Yes, but, they talked. Uh, they talked in, in, the... in one of the commentaries about how the thing that was holding up the actual space shuttle launch was them like finding a glue to put all the little um, ceramic tiles on it so the ship wouldn't burn up in reentry. Which famously, huh. they would have. They would go out there and they would repair them out in space. But any, anyway, anywho. But they, they, people knew what the space shuttle was going to be looking like, and they did a pretty good job of even the the launch mechan, like the rockets themselves, like with the the fuel and the booster rockets on the side, like it was yeah. pretty pretty accurate, fairly accurate yeah. for something yeah. that uh, hadn't it, happened no, yet. Unlike at the beginning of the film. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna go there, but go ahead, go ahead. Uh, unlike the beginning of, the, I mean, they did used to transport shuttles on the top of like you know seven forty sevens or whatever that that kind of plane is. Uh, but I have a feeling that they weren't all fueled up because just because right. someone might steal the no, uh, because I think <laughs> the fuel would just make it like that more weight. It would just be too cumbersome. Yeah, why would you transport like the all the like full, but hey, okay, so yeah, they're flying a, 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 a space shuttle, a Moonraker space shuttle on top of this 747. The pilots of the 747, it's very much like airplane. They're kind of just like, what's your vector, Victor? <laughs> one of the guys uh, with the dark hair was uh, one of the, like a, a dude who was in Spy Love Me. I don't know if he's the guy that they start to do a movie about. All of a sudden at the end, when he's on the ship and it starts following that guy around with the machine gun, remember that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's the same guy or not. Yeah, he did. I don't know if it's the same guy or not, but I think it it might be. But it's funny because uh, you know, then then he dies again. Yeah. Well, inside the space shuttle, these two guys in leather jackets just kind of get out. Yeah, they look like they're gonna go rob a jewelry store. Really. (laughs) 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 They're like crime, space, whatever. Yeah, like they're they're, like Spider-Man's gonna whip them up. Be like, oh, compliments. They look, it's like typical, but yeah. So anyway, they fire up the engines. They they launch the the Moonraker, and it 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 it's like burns the seven forty seven, and it falls straight down. Yeah, you know that's how plane that's how gravity works. There was no momentum going along there. Yeah. With that. You know what? You know, that plane I, I was that too. flying along. It was it's hovering. Just... <laughs> it's like they were like, it's gonna take off quick. Switch the plane to hover mode so we don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, but so then like M gets a call. They're all like, "Hey, that thing disappeared." Of course, we should also point out that uh, England doesn't have any space program. Oh yeah, so, so they were they was on they were borrowing it from the Americans or something. Yeah, but just right, to fly around, right, right. just for the fun of it, just I don't know, look at, whatever. Uh, look well, at, when it's a movie hey. <laughs> in uh, the eighties, they would have. They would call if they had the European Space Agency, but they would go up just much like the International Space Station. Now they would go up on our shuttles. We would oh, have like at... maybe British astronauts or like a French astronauts or in 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 for the production on this movie, French for sure. Wow, okay, no prize for you, Clay. Good I job. could go on a NASA stuff all day, but this I like that this kind of. You know, I, I just turned it on and it's like 
this is not what the space shuttle looks like inside, but it does kind of look like a like a Star Trek motion picture kind of thing on the inside. It is like <laughs> way the scale is way off, and there's like multiple levels of shit going on in there. But yeah, but exterior is awesome, and I kind of like the idea of like the exterior looks like a space shuttle, but it's really just like star trek the motion picture when you get inside these space stations <laughs> in the space shuttle you know it's like why not who cares because they hadn't even seen it right so anyway so m goes out and he asks money penny like where is bond is he back from his whatever he was doing i don't remember and she says he's on he's his last Africa. leg yeah and of course uh, his next his next shot cut. is him yeah feeling up a girl's a woman's leg yeah. <laughs> and of course she pulls a gun on him just like in Spy Who Loved Me. She's a bad girl. Yeah, yeah. Bond can't find a good lady. <laughs> They're always evil. She's <laughs> like, oh, by the way. And then the pilot comes out and he takes the gun and they're all and he shoots the controls of the plane. Yes, oh, I, on a plane. Uh, the line. Yeah, I like the line that he says. He's like, here's where, where we leave you. And he's like, a little premature. And then he shoots the the controls yeah premature you have to you have to look closely to notice that there is a co-pilot in there you can barely see him oh there is a co-pilot so is that supposed to be i didn't want to spoil who it is okay well we'll (laughs) they fight in in the plane (laughs) and he's about to throw bond out the door and it's kind of funny i noticed when when Bond punches him, it kind of makes like a gook or some kind of weird funky noise. <laughs> Somebody like, was complaining on a YouTube channel. He's like, where did they get these sound effects? And the other guy was kind of like, uh, you know, uh, I'll call him a John Hunt claim for an apologist. was like, it's just nostalgia. I kind of like that it was just a stock sound effects. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they are there's, bad, a, there's another sound, sound effect. effects. That happens later on in the movie that they used on Transformers. It's like a computer sound that's like, <laughs> oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, I know. I recognize that. Yeah, I'm not making fun of the movie at at this point, but um, you know, it is funny. I mean, it's like a literal like cartoon. <laughs> yeah, and like the <laughs> even like the door opening is like a the door at Walmart opening. It's like <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? It's like it does it sound sound bad sound design. But for the time, the style of the time. Yeah, I mean, that time was the style of the time. Sure. So Bond throws the pilot out, and he's got um, he's got a parachute. Yeah, and then he's admiring his work. He's like, I threw yeah, that guy out good. Right. Then Jaws! That lady is that I was just making out with. <laughs> yeah, right. What happened to her? <laughs> but Jaws is there. Yeah. Who co-pilot was obviously joke. the co-pilot, which I did not notice. I, I I made a note to myself. Where the hell was he? <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's like sitting in the. You could only uh-huh. barely make out his shoulder. It like okay. in the in the cockpit in one of the shots. So it's or it's, he was in the he was in the can. Maybe he was. Getting in the was Mile that? High Club. Do yeah. so you guys remember when Ill Communication came out and the Beastie Boys had that like video where they were like fighting in a plane? It's like. It reminds me a lot like that. It's probably like some Spike Jones video. Yeah, I, I don't remember, but it's not the greatest fight scene, but that's all right. I mean, it's it's 1979, Roger Moore, so it's... Paris stuff was yeah. cool, though. But yeah, once they get Jaws tosses right. Bond out of the plane without a parachute, once we get to that part, then you're like, fuck, that's awesome. Like, this seems like something now Tom Cruise would do himself. Right. You know? 
but well, oh, apparently the stuntman looked a lot like Roger Moore, right? Yeah. Did you read? I mean, so like they could kind of do some semi close-ups of him as he was yeah. flying. Because again, we got to remember this is no CGI shit. Like these guys jumped yeah. out of a plane. Yeah, I have some times. Thirty-eight. No, eighty-eight. 88 88 a recurring I mean, thing incredible. that i'm going to talk about i think is like there's like crazy safety things on, on movies now obviously like there was that tragedy with like alec Baldwin, but like there's so many times that the even the main actors could have died like making this movie and that was just the yeah. style at the time but it like just... they this guy like was searching for a way to shoot this thing uh, and eventually he found like a Panavision lens that was made out of plastic and not glass and then they made like a custom titanium camera because they didn't you know have like GoPros and shit back then so they had to like make right. one that wasn't gonna break the guy's neck when he pulled his fucking parachute because his head would like bop back to lunch. I mean that's crazy like, so nuts and uh and this was like um i'm sure this is like common to storyboard and previous stuff but the the director said he he drew it all out you know like previs like three second cuts so that they can get as much coverage as possible this is exactly how i wanted to do it and then you know like john said 88 times they jumped out and they got all the stuff they needed and the guy didn't break his neck, and the camera works fine. But it was only because they found this special lens, almost like a kind of. It was like a, the, the like Michael the, G. Wilson, the the who's still producing the Bond movies, like found it in a, like a camera camera shop or something. It was like like on a on a shelf of like camera oddities, and it was like an experimental lens that didn't catch on. And oh uh, he was like, well, "That might come in handy." It is very. I mean, at the ingenuity that went into. Uh, movies back then is just insane it is so cool i love stories like that like i mean imagine like when you're just like a, a scene like I, i've been you know doing i've done extra work and whatever right and like and like one scene can take like all day you know and you're just fucking sitting there all day and paid but like imagine the 88 times these guys yeah, jump out of the jump fucking out plane the yeah. you know like it's crazy if you and if you look in certain shots where they are do the like quick close-ups of the guy who is doubling Roger Moore, you can see that he's got these uh, like safety glasses on, but they're very clear. So you just catch a glimpse of it. Uh, you know, you can only see that stuff now in like high definition and stuff. Right. So, if you just went to the theater to see this, you probably never. You'd be like, what the? F I, oh, that's Roger Moore for because this guy does look like Roger Moore enough. Yeah. That I, I I was fooled as a kid. The Jaws stunt double, not so much. He looks well, like a. Like he a, had his uh, he had his orange covered in tinfoil and. A, <laughs> yeah. Um. Whatever. I mean, it's fine. So, anyways, yeah. So, Bond gets he catches up to the pilot. He, they fight. He takes the guy's shoot off, and then that guy's gone. But then Jaws jumps out with a sh with a parachute, and he catches up to Bond, and they're fighting, and he's about to bite his ankle. With his licorice teeth, or no, it's licorice. The wires, are licorice. the wire, yeah, all the yeah. wires and, and chains are made of licorice. So is is yeah, his orange teeth or whatever they are. But um, but Bond pulls the cord and then it kind of separates them, and then Jaws Jaws pulls his cord and it just psh, breaks off and he lands in like a circus tent. Yeah, <laughs> this guy is. 
He's immortal. <laughs> that really sets up like the whole movie right there. That one part. Yeah. He flaps his arms. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's just ridiculous. But wait, whatever. It was it was done pretty well. As far as Bond openings, it wasn't bad. I like this. Yeah. Uh, no, I used to go back and watch that one a lot because it was so cool. It's very cool. Then we get Dame Shirley Bassey again. Third time. She's doing the Bond audio song. capture. Not registered. Whoa. What was that? <laughs> Not registered. What was that? Did you hear that? Am I yeah, crazy? I heard that. Hmm. Um, I think it was a, a clay thing, maybe. Clay, are you here? You're back. How far yeah. back should we do we go? Uh, no, we... you guys can just keep talking from where it recorded everything. I could hear you guys the whole time. Oh, okay. All right. Something happened with my microphone. Okay. And it, it wasn't registered. Weird. It wasn't registered. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I don't, didn't even hear that. It's very weird. You're just yes. talking about uh, Shirley Shirley. Bassey. Yeah, let's talk Shirley, about Dame Shirley Bassey. And don't call me Shirley. So this is her third time doing the song. The first they asked Sinatra to do a song. Which Sinatra? And he turned him down. Can you believe that? Wow. Well, they were also going to, if he got, got him to do it, they were going to offer him the role of Drax. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's some knowledge. Yeah, that's that's good knowledge. So then they uh, so they rewrote the song to be like Moonraker, and they offered it to Johnny Mathis, and apparently that wasn't working out. Boy, and Who would uh, even want to listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> give the shit about Johnny Mathis. I don't know. I'm just I'm just reporting the knowledge here. I I'm just saying you go from Carly Simon, who was hot shit and hot yeah. and a hot babe at the time. Excuse me for saying that, but she was a hot babe at the time. Then you get this old bat or fucking Johnny Mathis or fucking, you know, Tiny Tim. This to old do it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Conway Twitty. Yeah. <laughs> Con- Conway. Oh, man. Conway and um, L- Loretta Lynn. That would have been that would have been great. Give it a little right little up there with you. Jack White and, and Alicia Keys. <laughs> yeah. Or Jack White. And who did I say it was by accident? Not Alicia Keys. I, I said it was someone that Ariana Gray. Macy Gray. Yeah, no, Macy Gray was like, I'm, I'm too busy doing the Spider-Man movies. <laughs> so apparently there was like a chance meeting with Bassie, and they were like, hey, you want to do another one? And she was like, sure. And then there you go. So that's that. A lot of chance meetings with the casting in this, too. Yeah, that's right. Because it happened with, uh, with Lois Childs as well. But uh, we'll get there. So... This is the final one for Bernard Lee, apparently, huh? As M? Yes, yes. Sorry, I just knocked my headphones off by accident. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, not you're not registered. Not registered. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in his office and they're talking about the, the crash of the moon. Because they think that the plane just crashed and the shuttle was destroyed. But they were like, it was the weirdest thing. It just literally fell out of the sky. <laughs> so it, just, it was hanging there and Isn't then it that just weird? fell. Yeah. I forget who was, it must be M, but he said something like, it's the most secret shuttle or something like that. I was like, most secret? What is that even <laughs> a weird way to describe it? <laughs> so anyways, uh, Q's there. He's got a wrist dart gun. Yeah, he's cool. got, it's like a web shooter. Yeah, it is. Web shooter? Web shooting from web, from web shooters. 
<laughs> darts shooting from dart shooter? <laughs> uh, but it's funny, they do this thing where he demonstrates it with this painting, um, and he's, he's not actually facing the painting when he, act, when he shoots it, but somehow the dart goes into the painting, but whatever. So wow, they find to try to get a no prize for that. How, how do you explain? No, that? I, I I have no explanation, so I can't get a no prize. It's just a flub. Sometimes. <laughs> well, didn't this guy that played M? He once played that king in a movie or something. Right. Whoever the hell it was, I did read that. All right. So um, he goes. That they determine that Drax. You know, Drax built the 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 Wait, Hugo Drax. I played bridge with that man. Yeah, right. They're like, oh, he's right. so they fly him to his. He's got this giant estate and his. Well, I just want to say something about when he land. Like Roger Moore's Bond in this one is sort of at the height of his horniness, and everything he says is sort of like a sexual innuendo, or yeah, yeah. Like, comes across as he's like, "Are you down to fuck?" Like the way he says everything. <laughs> well, the hot chick is like flying oh, in she's... there. Don't she? Yeah. I, she's like the epitome of hot seventies lady. Like I'd be, oh yeah, I if I was in the seventies. But me, me and Mrs. Elder were, were watching it, and she's like, "Welcome to you know uh, California, Mr. Bond." And he gets in, he's like, "I like it already." You know, everything yeah. is all like <laughs> super, like, mm, "How are you doing?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's and he, he everything he says has that little smirk. Like yeah, yeah, doesn't say anything without that little smile. Yeah, that way he can it's plausible deniability for when the the sexual harassment suit. He's like, well, I was making a joke. See, I was <laughs> one thing I this is like kind of a sidebar, but it's sort of related to what you're saying. What I love is the interviews, especially with um, Roger Moore. I'm glad we're like taking this tack to Roger through Roger because. When he's older and looking back and feeling cool about being James Bond, he's just the awesomest old guy you'd ever yeah. want to fucking meet. Like, he's just <laughs> like, and he, you could tell he had a fucking blast and he loved fucking chatting it up with these ladies and he was just fucking the best. Oh, I thought you said he loved fucking well, sounds chatting like it up. Yeah. Like that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, everything I've heard about Roger Moore is that he was great as like a person that just, a lovely man. From, right. No, from absolutely. I'm not making fun of Roger Moore. No, I'm, but, I'm yeah. all like, yeah. In fact, he's, yeah, quite the I, opposite. Yeah. You're praising him. Yeah. But, no, he just seems yeah. so great. And did you guys see the um the thing about uh the the production of this where they had to shoot some of it in France? Yes. Uh, for yeah. something like for whatever yes. reason. Whatever. But the dialogue when she <laughs> is so dumb in this because it's like they're in California and they're on, but they're at this French villa or whatever, and she goes like, "Every brick was brought over here, but from France to rebuild this place." So it's like that is totally an impossible thing. That would never happen. <laughs> and then, oh, why did he? I thing. didn't know. I figured he'd buy the Eiffel Tower, and she's like, "Oh, he did, but they wouldn't yeah. let him bring it over or whatever." Yeah. It's just yeah. But the, so yeah, silly. It was, uh... but, also, uh, this woman, this woman's actual first name is. Uh, What's it? Oh, I got it. It's she has the same first name in real life as her character. Corin, so, Corin yes, it's Carrie, sort of like, yeah, it's, it's sort of like Tony Tony Danza playing a character named Tony all the time. Ah, Which is, yeah, it's, 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 Why didn't they just get James Bond to play James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like, just get Bat Batman to play Batman. Right. <laughs> 
Weird. Her hairstyle does change, and the headset just comes and goes as they're flying, but that's okay. So okay. he meets with Drax. It's he fine. gets and like Drax is playing at the piano, and it's not even. It's not. It doesn't really sync up with the with the, the audio, but. Well, it looks like he's very gently playing the piano, as though he, he's yeah, like, like he caressing the keys. Like, I don't want them to know. I don't really know how to play. Yeah, yeah it's I actually love a how piano that he's. How yeah. much this guy it's looks mimicking. like. Peter Dinklage and Matt Berry too. Uh, I mean, I the, the one that I heard, the one that I had heard was Droopy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and the podcast I listened to, they kept reciting all of his lines as Droopy. It was like instead of getting less funny as it went on, it just made me laugh more. <laughs> That's a good series of car- whoever made those cartoons, the Droopy Dog and Deputy Dog, and the, the, that. I don't know if that's Hanna Barbera, but that should have been. Uh, well, Tex Avery was uh, behind. Those were good. Oh, uh, Avery, yeah. I don't no, know. No, I love. I did love Deputy Dog. He was. Speaking of dogs, these dogs. Oh, WG! Yeah. These dogs get fed like raw steak, like big chunks of steak. Like $30 worth of but steak. But I like it because he doesn't, like, until he snaps his finger, he throws the steak down and they just sit there. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then he snaps. Or when he starts eating, then they eat. I like that. He's a well trained. And they were polite. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they'll come back into the movie later on, which also, yeah. the two sexy women. If you notice every scene with Drax, there's like two or three beautiful At women. At least, yeah. Yeah, baby. Several. And uh, that figures in later into the film, too. Yeah. So, and then he's got this Asian henchman with this great mustache and this great bowl yeah, cut. Yeah, he's great. Because of the Beatles awesome. haircut. <laughs> Apparently, he was Michael G. Wilson's, what is it, Hakido instructor or something oh, like that? Right. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Nice. And they were like, we need like an Asian henchman. He's like, I got a guy. Uh, I'm going to see him this afternoon <laughs> yeah, for, my, for my lesson. You know? yeah. He's not an actor, but that's right. Maybe he was. Yeah. I don't... Uh, no, he wasn't. So, but John, hey, when I was checking in on, on your arm the other day, I wished I had asked you. I could press you to a cucumber sandwich. Ah, I would have been like, <laughs> no, maybe you're stuck. I trust you're yeah. comfortable, Mr. Hunt. <laughs> he says, see some harm comes to him. It's so funny because uh, obviously you know dog. that he's the bad guy. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> obviously you know he's a bad guy, but sometimes he has a little bit of pretense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, I like, feel like if if the spy from uh from MI6 is coming over to investigate to see what happened to the show, maybe you want to be a little more subtle and not right. go go from zero to kill, you know? <laughs> or why don't you just take out a gun and shoot him for Christ's yeah. sake? I mean, like, or just say, different. or just do nothing and let him leave. <laughs> right, he doesn't know anything. Yeah. All right, so here's your favorite scene where we. Oh so he meets Holly Goodhead. He's looking for Doctor Goodhead. He doesn't know that it's yes. a wolf, but oh. Lois Childs, by the yes. way. Oh my! Yes. And she is a pretty lady. She is a very pretty lady. She was yeah. like a model. Um, yeah. Yeah. Not and, as pretty. They as first offered her gorgeous NASA set yeah. that they're walking around on the space shuttles, and Saturn V rockets everywhere. How can you guys be looking at this girl when there's Saturn V rockets? <laughs> I don't know. We're just ridiculous, I guess. Yeah. 
But yeah, uh, yeah John's favorite scene, scene. My, that 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 she she he's like, excuse me, I'm looking for Doctor Goodhead, and she says, you just found her, and then he like raises an eyebrow, makes like a weird face, and then it's like a woman, and <laughs> like both surprise and then his horniness level goes off yeah. the scale. He's excited hype. and surprised at yeah. the hype. His honorable high high horniness. <laughs> <laughs> Sir High H-R-E. <laughs> yeah, that's what HRE stands for somehow. And uh, I think I when I was watching that the first time, I was like, geez, chauvinist much? And yeah, uh, even in like you know, 1984 <laughs> or whatever, that's that's pretty bad when you yeah. probably for I don't know when you I first was like saw it. the last movie you were just teamed up with a woman and you didn't have any <laughs> you didn't have any issues right. with that. I like how every time a woman. You gotta say it like <laughs> <laughs> it's an as one does a woman. A woman. <laughs> I just thought of another cool uh, another cool video mashup would be like Spies Like Us and (laughs) and Moonraker the centrifugal force scene they're always shoving one of these astronaut training things into every astronaut movie that's that's right the the the, right stuff the evil Asian guy so she's just like hey why don't you try it out and he's like yeah sure and she's like oh at three most people ask you know hey she's like yeah a 70 year old can do it and Roger Moore's like hey not that far from 70 (laughs) yeah I'm like pushing 60 here (laughs) I think um, oh interesting because um, I think it was the trivia for this movie it said that like Ian Fleming said that he would lose his double O status that James Bond, who plays James Bond, in the books, yeah. would lose his double O status when he turned forty-five, and like when he was filming this movie, maybe it was the last one. He was forty-five. Oh, <laughs> oh no, really? yeah, he's fifty-one in this movie when he was filming this. Wow, so. fifty-one! Wow, he, wow. he would have lost it. He would have lost his double O status in his first movie, you know. In <laughs> 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 Live and Let Die, or something like that. Yeah, uh, I guess well, we don't go by. Uh... I uh, yeah, numbers. I lost hey. my double O status last year. So. Yeah, <laughs> I think the only one, the only one that wouldn't have would have been George Lazenby. He was the only Bond that wouldn't have got kicked out of the double O's. Because he only did one. <laughs> yeah, but he was at twenty nine at the time, so he, he still had a, a few more years. Having three times. God bless him. City miles on him. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, so the the evil Asian guy Chang. Chong? Yeah, he's like, I'll take it from here. Chang Chong. Yeah. I don't mean, I didn't mean it like that, but I think they actually pronounce his name as Chong, which it probably really is. So that's the one thing they got right, I guess. But um, so he turns it like, you know, turns it up to 11. And yeah, he's uh, like, she even calls it the chicken button. There's a chicken switch. Yeah. I thought that was funny. It's like, if you get really, you know, freaked out, hit the chicken switch. But Spies chicken. like us. <laughs> yeah, right. The song. But I remember it. No, I, I remember. Do too. I remember. I had that movie on tape somehow. Somehow, I don't know. I loved that movie. What's a dick for? <laughs> to pee with. <laughs> That's all I remember. I thought that, that was really funny. Good <laughs> lines. Pre. That was prime prime time for us. I think we all loved that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Roger Moore though, actually thinks that the chicken switch is for ordering chicken. And he's like, what's the chicken switch for? Uh, apparently his face got really bruised, like legit yeah. bruised. So they were doing like mega hair dryer type thing in his face to make it look like he was going around and around. And apparently his face really got bruised. So, yeah, people that? get all sorts of fuck up in this movie. 
could have died. <laughs> or like Bruce and shit. He had like some kidney stone he had to pass. Oh yeah, All we'll, get, we'll get there. Shit. Oh my we'll god, get there. Hey, we'll get there. Don't spoil can't it. Wait till we'll we get, get there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he You'll uses his dark gun to blow the thing. And yeah, you know what I like about the dark gun scene is um how it 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 first of all they speed up the film again, which they always did in Bond movies, so it looks stupid. So the <laughs> it's going <laughs> around and around, and then he's like, oh, my face is getting blown around, and then he starts to remember that Q gave him the little web shooter, and. Right. And so it like cuts to you know the horse's ass with the dart in it and this and that and like then the last shot of it is like just a very annoyed looking cue for like a split second and he's like <laughs> and I was like and was then he uses the, I was like oh that's that's so funny to me I wish like duh, like Roger Moore could have like rolled his eyes at that point all right, so he goes to see Corinne. Corinne, I'm well, sorry. Well, wait, like, he gets out of the thing, cause, and yeah. then she's like, and this is like the a bit with um, Mrs. Elder is like, would they paint his face orange here? Because he looks very, very tan. <laughs> and then he looks up and sees Chang or Chong up in the control room. Are there other guys up there in the control he room? He knocked out the guy. I thought it was oh, like, oh, like no. knocked the guy there's out. There's a guy, yeah, there's a guy that looks like um, a medical doctor in the new Star Trek. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, so he knows that they're trying to kill him. But yeah, he decides he can... to stay overnight anyway. <laughs> hey, he's on a mission. This guy's yeah. on a mission. Can't just abandon the whole thing. But yeah, he goes to see Corinne in her room. Yes. Um, and there's all kinds of, like, you know, sexual innuendo stuff. She's like, my mom gave me a list of things not to do on a first date. And he's like, oh, and what else was on that list? And she says, I never learned to read. It's like, what? On, on the commentary <laughs> track, the writer Christopher Wood is one of the people on there. And he ta- hates that line. He's like, he's like, he, there was like a different line on there. And you guys changed it to. I never learned to read, and it makes her sound like a dumb bimbo or something. Right. And they're like, oh, I mean, you know, I, we were I trying to come up with a funny line. Needs, and this is all yeah. just whatever. Yeah, they're but, all like, it's a, it could, it, we're just trying to come up with a funny line. He's like, well, you could have just called me. I would have come up with something better. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dumb, it, that's it's exactly a what line. I thought when I heard I'm like, they're right, she's an idiot. What he is... complains, he complains a couple times about changes they made to the script oh on the, uh, the, in the uh, commentary. But the, um, but then after they have some sex in, he goes into the other room to look for, you know, uh, to find out the plans or whatever. Clues, for, yes, yeah. yes. And she walks in, and he asks her if they have a safe. And she doesn't say anything. She just looks over to, like, her right or something. And then he goes, thank you. And then proceeds to figure out exactly where the safe is. And I, I yeah. love that. Yeah, well, he, he's, he's like, I don't have – you don't have to tell me. You just looked at it like an idiot. Maybe she yeah. is a Maybe. dummy. Yeah, she maybe she really didn't learn to read. <laughs> hey, yeah. So he, yeah, he's got this little gadget that opens up the safe, and then uh, he takes he takes stuff out and he takes pictures with a little camera that says Double Seven. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> then he then he leaves his business card behind just in case right. no one recognizes. Like, oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, whatever. So the next day they're they're out. We well, also have to mention that Chang. Chong. Is it Chang or Chong? I forgot you, are, you said it. I mean, it's probably Chong, right? 
but it's C H A N G. So let's just say Chang. Who cares? All right. you know, that's fine. Sorry. He's, he's like spying on them the whole right. time. So I'm sure he watched them having sex too, right? Well, I mean, might as well. <laughs> I'm here. So. <laughs> like, oh, I got to report everything. <laughs> so yeah, he's spying on them. So, anyways, that's just, you know, whatever. So they're, then they're, Drax is out pheasant hunting with his guys. And Bond shows up. Now, like, he's already been almost murdered by this guy, except yeah, they're still yeah. kind of keeping up, like, <laughs> yeah. I love this scene so much. It's a so very the guy's like, hey, do you want to try? He's like, nah, I'm sure I'm not that, I'm not as good. He's like, yeah, come on. Meanwhile, there's a guy in the tree about to shoot Bond. And then Bond takes the, you know, they, they shoot some pheasants out there or whatever. You, yeah, they, you let him go or whatever it is. And, uh, and then Bond... Bond shoots, hit the rifle that Drax has given him, and he's like, you missed Mr. Bond. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the guy that was sent to kill him falls out of the tree dead. And then, did I? And I was yeah. like, I love, there's always one badass Roger Moore moment in each movie, and this is the one. That Alright, I'll give you that. That's true. But I, I mean, still love that he's like, still just guy. walking around this guy's complex. Yeah. Like, he's just like a, a, a regular guest yeah, like, wait a minute. You tried to kill me. Then you just killed this guy who was. You just killed this guy. That was the thing I could. What happened if that guy was just that. trying to get a better shot at the pheasant? And yeah, like, I'm just, I'm just. Oh, like he's this tree. G.I. Joe. He's just, he's like yeah. a photographer. Go back and listen to our stock, our uh, G.I. Joe episode. The other thing that happens in the scene is when Bond approaches being chauffeured in this fancy car, the guy plays the... the no- oh, yeah. The first what was that about? I don't know if they were like were Moonraker, sci-fi. I think sci-fi they asked permission to use it, too. Or something weird. No, not for it's for the Close Encounters reference later. Yeah, the oh, Close I Encounters see. reference, which is another... I was going to bring that up, but... We'll get to it. <laughs> so, anyways, and then he has oh, Corinne to come back and gets driven off. Yeah, it's like wait like, a minute, no big deal. You just killed this guy. Yeah, Drax, you killed this guy. Drax is like, I've got to come up with another clever way to kill him. This rifle is not worthy of Bond. <laughs> apparently, it's not. Like, weren't there other guys? That, wouldn't he just go like, all right, forget it, just kill this guy? Hey, everybody, just turn around and shoot. Yeah, right? like you all have guns. So then Corrine comes up and he's like, oh, when you were with Bond last night. Uh, or I mean, you were with Bond. <laughs> Actually, I, I like the guy, uh, Michael Longsdale, I think is his name. The, he delivers everything so deadpan. He's like, he actually is a good, no, he's a good Bond villain. Yeah. I hate it. I, I, we're making fun of him, but it's, you know, it's funnier that way. But anyway, so she's like, oh no, whatever. He's like, you're fired. And then he, it's like Mr. Burns. It's like, release the house. And in a complete tonal shift from like two seconds before, it turns into like <laughs> sort of almost like a horror movie kind of thing. Where, no, uh, she's like but, running through the woods. Her yeah. yeah, it kind of does look like yeah. a hammer horror thing or something. Yeah, and the, so uh, like the music is very dramatic up. and it's like kind of foggy. And, and then the two dogs maul her. Yeah, that's the last we see of her. God. That's what they used to call me in college, two dogs Mahler. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. Um, so anyways, uh, based on some of the pictures he took with his little 007 camera, he goes to Venice 
Yeah, it, also when he's getting developed, he's like, oh, okay, I'm not going to be able to get these ones developed with me and Kareen. Corinne. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Give me double Kareen, their everything, Kareen. though. <laughs> double <laughs> So he goes to this place called Vanini Glass, and there's just this glass. It, I don't even know if the, what this is supposed to be. There's fancy glass everywhere. It's not a museum, but it kind of looks like a museum, I guess. I don't know. What yeah, it's like it, I think got like a you could look at stuff and take a tour and um it's yeah. sort of like when you can go to the uh, zildjian symbol factory tour oh all where, it's, right. where, it's, where it's kind of it's kind of like a museum but it's a kind of a factory tour it's both and neither all at the same time <laughs> it's huh. like it's like a brewery come out tour. to the gift shop exactly. where you can buy a new crash symbol yeah <laughs> for your aunt thing <laughs> And then, um, of course, he sees, as one of many times, I feel like, in this movie, he sees Holly Goodhead also sort of snooping around. Uh, I think that just happens all everywhere he goes, she's also yeah. there. Like that. So he's kind of snooping after her, and he's like, oh, about dinner? And she's like, I'm giving an address. Uh, I like this line here. He says something, any reason why we can't have a drink after? Oh, yeah. Can you think of a reason? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you think of I mean, I, I wish if I was still single, I'm like, oh, I'm I have to remember that one. And she's like, I can't come up with anything, but I'm sure I will. The other yeah, thing, sure I'll think where, of something. <laughs> where she's, where she's like, I'm giving a, a, um, you know, the the presentation on the something or other yeah. NASA space stuff, and he's like, oh, heady stuff. But then again, I keep forgetting that you're more than just a beautiful woman. I was <laughs> like, wow, he is laying it on thick. Yeah, he does not. He's like, hey, I'm a man. You're a woman. That's, yeah. A woman. <laughs> a woman. But I love that. Any reason why we can't have a drink? Huh? Like it's like well, I just blew you off. Please just yeah. just leave me alone. <laughs> you please. <laughs> anyways, so he's on his gondola. This is the goofiest part, I think, of the whole movie. Oh, I mean, not in a bad way necessarily, though. So this is, he passes this funeral boat, and the guy gets out of the coffin. Yeah, the coffin opens up, to which it has like all these knives in there. There's knives point, in it. At which point. Mrs. Elder said, knives to see you. And I was like, oh, damn it. They really oh, should have used that in the movie. <laughs> that's a good one, yeah. So he takes the knife. He hits, He kills Bond's gondola ride, driver guy, what, a rower, whatever those guys are called. Yeah. Gondolier. <laughs> Bond takes the knife out of the thing. It, like, it's just like knives being thrown around. Yeah, knives being thrown around in the, uh, between boats. Yeah. And then he starts the motor, which I didn't even know that they had those, but okay. Yeah, this was like a special... MI6 one. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> special gondola. The most secret gondola. Right. The mo <laughs> <laughs> so then there's like another, there's like a speedboat and they're shooting at it and there's a big chase. Yeah, and it sort of I... turns into Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, except ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's like, I, as I mentioned before we start recording, there's a couple making out on a gondola. The speedboat goes like right in the middle of it, cuts the gondola in half, and the couple is still making out like they don't even notice. Yeah, and the other, and the gondolier guy, is the one that was steering the boat. Um, yes. He just starts sinking, but he continues to row. And I, and at that point, I was sort of like, I, I think Durson's really going to hate this movie because <laughs> this is sort of like this is this is really like a. a a Zucker Brothers like spoof movie at this point. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty much yeah, exactly. It's like airplane or something. Because like that. you know, then then he inflates 
gondola, so it becomes like a hovercraft, and then yeah. just drives it down the street. Right, and this but it's like not even infamous. Like, this is where it, this, there's some really goofy shots here. Yeah, as he's, there's yeah. the pigeon that's yeah, looking at him. Everybody hates the pigeon in the Bond community. Yeah, like there's the cool. the dog. There's like a the dog. It's just like hmm. There's a guy painting, and there's a guy getting beer poured on his head. And the guy painting Bond rips the like he knocks the canvas out of the way or something. It's yeah, like, yeah. And if it's the same. Same extra and it, guy, and it's the same wine. guy from the last right. one that yeah drinking oh. wine is like what? Christ! Oh. <laughs> He's the, in the next one too. On the commentary, they said that like, you know, they obviously shot this, but like they couldn't stop. You can't stop all the, the traffic, the crowd control here. and stuff. So yeah, they're like yeah, we just drive and right. They kept fucking up him getting up in out of the water. So, he kept falling into the water. Yeah. The thing would so Roger, fall it in. took him like five times and they kept having yeah. to like replace his suit and stuff. And they only had so many suits. So they like, couldn't keep fucking it up. Oh, that's funny. The bad guy also like falls in the water. The bad guys on the speedboard are like, oh, because they can't drive on land. The weird thing is when that, that old man looks over like the bridge and the coffin is just floating in it and he's smoking. He's like, <laughs> It's like so like, very what? French. Like, yeah, it's like I don't understand. I don't understand what that's all about. It's probably yeah, funny. He's to supposed French. to be like, I'm not going to smoke anywhere. I'll end up in that coffin. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. Yeah, the whole scene is very weird and unnecessary. Yeah. And then later on that night, Bond comes back dressed as a gondola guy, yeah. which essentially is just what he's wearing with the hat on. With the hat, right? The hat but makes it... him. <laughs> <laughs> no one will recognize. And he breaks into this lab, and there's guys, you know, doing lab coats. They're, they're wearing lab coats, doing lab You stuff. know, they look like um, there was, like, uh, in the Shogun Warriors uh, comic book, there was, a, a, like, the scientist that was, like, the head of the Shogun Warriors that looks just like one of these guys. Oh, I don't remember that. But... Her trimpy drawing, come to life. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's watching them. Then they leave, and he goes. Wait, we got to talk about how he gets in. He sees the scientist press the combination right. and it goes. Da, 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 I'm sorry. Da. Yeah. And there's the story and... behind it where Bobby oh, Broccoli asked Steven Spielberg if they could use that in the movie. And Spielberg was like, yes, by all means, and do that. And then later on, when the Goonies came out, Spielberg asked Cubby if he could uh, use the Bond theme in the Goonies. And Cubby jokingly said, uh, I think the Bond theme has more than five notes. Ooh. <laughs> a good ribbing. Yeah. Zing! A good ribbing. Yeah, but Spielberg's like, I didn't write the music. I just. When <laughs> Cubby's like, I didn't either. So I guess my hands are tied. You can't use it. <laughs> no, it got used. It got used. It's, uh, so, it's so funny because uh, we talked about the last movie with Kubrick and like this generation of filmmakers, you know, like they're uh, all helping each other out, you know. And everybody gets a chance. It's kind of like Daniel Craig being in the Star Wars movie or something. It's like the community of making bad 70s movies all together. <laughs> now it's the community of making current bad movies all together. Right. That's right. Still. I think the 70s bad movies are better than the current bad movies. But here we go. All right. So he goes in there. There's this clear liquid in this vial after the guys have left. 
And then he's trying to figure out like what the heck it's all about. And the guys come back and he left the vial sort of sitting there on the on like the he, ledge. He grabbed one and then yeah. left the rest of them sitting on the edge of a thing that they go to move. It gets knocked over and the glass breaks and then they're like, oh, yeah, they die, which, it, which they die. But they're pet rats, which yes. are in a the cage. Rats right survive. There. They're OK. But Bond's got this one glass vial in his pocket and then. Chong Chang comes and he's got a stick, like one of those big. What are they? I don't know. There's probably That's a name like for those. Like an Aikido, weapon. That is yeah. Like, yeah. Which like it's not deadly. But <laughs> no, but it probably <laughs> it, like, hurts. Get a, a sword or something. That's another Austin Powers gag where he'd get hit in the face and he'd be like, "Oh, who hits with a bamboo stick? Really? That hurt." Who throws a shoe? Yeah, yeah those right. things exactly. do get hurt to get hit with. I've been hit with one before. Really? Yeah. Is it, was it when you used the line, could you think of a reason why we couldn't have drinks together later on? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's when I took karate class. But, you know, I oh. mean, get hit, hit hard. But, yeah, they, they do actually – it kind of stings in a way you don't – Well, I think they're they're bamboo, right? They're yeah. not like – so like I think it actually cuts you. It's like or whatever, right? That's what I've heard. I've never gotten hit by one. Well, that's I, what I heard. Yeah. This, this scene has the most amount of sugar glass broken in any in any movie, like World Record really? or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I heard that oh, too. Man. Yeah. All the glass in Vanini glass is broken. The guy just like ah, it's just like it's comical. Well, if you if you introduce a glass factory in the first act. But none but the glass that doesn't break, the one thing that doesn't break is his little vial of nerve like Yeah, somehow somehow he managed to yep. not get that. In broke. a pocket that doesn't have a button on it. It's, it's in his chest <laughs> pocket. And he's done this big fight. Like he's leaned down Maybe times. here, here's your no prize. Maybe he had he had had some gum in that pocket and you know how like and then accidentally <laughs> forgot to gum. take it out when he washed his clothes and so there's like a wad of like kind of melty gum at the bottom <laughs> of that pocket which kept the vial in place and protected all right no prize for you so let's the same address because there's something coming for you Keep an that eye must out. be the vicodin talking i don't know where they <laughs> That must be the cucumber sandwich talking. <laughs> so this is actually one of the few like Bondy lines. So he throws Chang through this clock tower face, and there's of course there's an opera singer down below him. So I do kind of like this fight scene. At, at like, all right, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess like, fight uh, the clock tower kind of reminds me of the Batman movie and stuff. Ah, there you go. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? Tim Burton was very <laughs> um, you know, inspired by Moonraker to do the ending of the first Batman film. Oh, I'm for sure. Just so he throws it. him down there, and he lands in the piano. and Like with this, like, his legs sticking straight up in the air. And it's like <laughs> little underwear and stuff. <laughs> and all the piano wires are everywhere and stuff. But <laughs> He says, play it again, son. So but then he, Sam is like, okay, Mr. Bond. Sam's like, what the fuck? How can I play it again? You just broke my piano. <laughs> this is an expensive piano, man. 
so in this next scene, uh, we go to Holly Goodhead, and she's looking she's looking Very mighty fine cool. in this dress here. We got a little side boob action, and, and Bond goes in to see her, and he says, "Your he friend surprises John. her with like a wow. It's like oh, weird. wow, <laughs> like a Paul Stanley." <laughs> Ow! Ow, you I know you like to take the taste of shaking green out there. This one's called slow green drinking on stairs. Oh, crying. <laughs> so her room has all kinds of booby traps and everything, and there's like a flamethrowing cologne, which is um. Well, we should talk about the product placement at some point oh, in this movie. Yeah, there's plenty. Oh, I have a I have a list. Yeah, when we get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Get your well, we'll get there t-shirt. Uh, the week podcast. That's <laughs> a good t-shirt. Eh? <laughs> so he find, uh one of the things we should mention though is a is a pen with like a syringe on it. Um so that comes into play because he's like, Oh, look, a pen, and he hits the like thing and it's and he's like, uh, yoink and takes that. It's a uh, yeah, he, Hold on to that. They don't go in for exploding pens anymore. So, you know. Yeah. Throwing the Yeah. He throws the. going to take our shoes off at the airport and everything. God damn it. <laughs> but every time he takes one of her gadgets and does something with it, like the flamethrower and stuff, like she just makes a face like, hmm, what you got to do? <laughs> well, it's pretty good for somebody who doesn't know how to read. I'm a bad boy. No, that's a different lady. That's, that not, read. that's the girl no. that got mauled. No, that's it, right. Okay. They determined that she's CIA. So. She's a doctor. Because all that stuff is apparently standard, like like a like a, a booby trap diary or whatever the <laughs> hell it is. It's standard <laughs> issue. Standard CIA issue. Uh-huh. So like and they're like he's like where are you going and he's because like her you know or whatever luggage is all yeah packed. He, sees, he sees that she's got uh two tickets to uh, yeah. paradise paradise, paradise. <laughs> paradise. Rio like oh going nowhere yeah. just just I don't have any plans he's like but, yeah it's like oh maybe we could team up but they make it sound like this team up between America and Great Britain uh it's like it's it's like, woo, that's never been done before, other than like Felix Leiter in every single movie that he was. Yeah. It's like very, like, it's very, they're trying to do the Spy Who Love Me thing again, where it's like, oh, we're on different sides, but we should team up. But I like, guess yeah, she was Russian. Russian. You yeah. could maybe say that James Bond and Goodhead have a special relationship. Oh, yes, they do, because they do it. They do do it. Yeah, they do it. And then they, yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll work together. And then, you know, whatever. He he leaves, and she's like, quick, I gotta get out of here! <laughs> yeah, bags were already packed. Yeah. <laughs> when he leaves, thinking he's being all stealthy. Yeah. For a spy, maybe he should have been a little more stealthy, but like the second he But she's door, also a spy, so she knew. Yeah, so that's like a... He's also driving negative. a ridiculous clown car hovercraft through the fucking Times Square. <laughs> <laughs> sure, they're in Venice. It doesn't matter. So, like, he brings in M, and the Minister of Defense is back from the last movie. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Well, he was in, yeah. was he in the first scene, or is this the, the, the Q scene? Was he in that scene as well? Oh, he might have been in that scene. I don't, I don't uh, know. Yeah, he appears in a bunch of movies after mm-hmm. Spy Love Me. He's he, all the way into the Dalton films. So. Wow. Hey, there you go. 
So he, they, he's like, oh, put on these gas masks. And like they play the Close Encounters theme again to get in. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then uh, the laboratory yeah, is gone. And, uh, yeah, the Minister of Defense, that's when he's like, I played bridge with this man. Yeah. Right. I've never been so embarrassed. And then, but yeah, because it's nothing. And Drax is just like, oh, hello. Do you want to play oh, some hello. bridge? <laughs> he's like, I don't understand your sense of humor. That's why mm-hmm. I never got into Monty Python. <laughs> I don't understand so like, why you're wearing gas masks. Right. And then, uh, so they're like, "Well, we better get out of here. This is this is bad and whatever." But he gives the he gives him the vial. Yeah, which maybe you should have done it before you went into the place. It's like there was a laboratory there. Here's the vial, and he's like, "Because yeah, the Minister of Defense is all like, you take your man off of this case.'" And so then he's like, "Here's the vial. Have Q look at it." And then M M is like very fatherly in this one, or uh, very warm to Bond. And he's like, uh, yeah. That, so where are you going to go on your vacation? Essentially, he's like, oh, I, I'm going to go to Rio. And he's like, oh yes, I recall you mentioning how much you want to go there. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's kind of weird because I, I was thinking that too. I was like, oh my god, like on all the later ones, M and, and Bond are always kind of like, what are you doing here? What the hell is going on? Yeah. But he's like, oh, take a two week vacation. Yeah, like, like, so, yeah, wink, like in, wink, it, nudge, nudge, stay in yeah. the mall, stay in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like photos? Uh, yeah. yeah, so like in the last one and this one, there's it's like kind of more of a fatherly bond going on. <laughs> bond, no pun intended. Ooh, uh, very good. And uh, yeah, it, and this was Bernard Lee's last movie. You could tell that he has aged quite a bit. Uh, right. So it kind of it's kind of nice that he has that old like grandfatherly loving kind of. Mm spirit towards bond he's like been through a lot of stuff together over the last 20 years you've looked like three different men in that time (laughs) but you're still james bond to me yep so is it the airport you know he's going to rio it's like oh you know last plane to rio de janeiro or whatever that that uh gi joe comic is called Or Rio Lindo or whatever. Anyway, yeah. so then Jaws is behind him. He sets off the metal detector, of course. Yeah, well, that's they show Drax calling the the hotline for hired goons or something. <laughs> that's right. Know? It's just like some kind of weird hired goon hotline. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, if you have him, I'll take him. Yeah, I think that guy, he's all right. So, so it's like they... a temp agency for hired goons. And they send out an email to him and go, we found like three different openings for you, Jaws, that could fit yeah. your profile. It's probably an app, right? It's well, yeah, nowadays, I guess. Nowadays. Yeah. And, yeah. But, you know, back then, in the 70s. You get an email in 1970. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get Morse code. Uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> and then he's like, I'm not a web developer. Why does this keep showing up on my job searches? So he, but I love the, the when, he, when he smiles at the guy. The guy that looks like Don Knotts. Don Knotts! That's exactly what I was going to it's like zoinks oh man <laughs> this guy's big i know it's ridiculous so funny dog nuts so anyways he goes into the room and there's this woman manuela just hanging out there and he's like oh do you come oh, to the room gotta talk about his kidney stone now oh all right i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> please this <laughs> Roger, like, shooting got held up in a lot of the Rio stuff because Roger Moore got a kidney stone and was in hospital back in Paris for a while. So the shot of him coming off the plane, 
They landed the plane. He got out. They did his makeup. He got back on the plane, and then they filmed him coming out as James Bond and, and <laughs> getting his driver because of his kidney stone. And apparently, Roger Moore suffered kidney stones on kind of a regular basis. Ooh, and having geez. had a couple myself, I can Paint. tell you, ain't no fun. That's yeah, a couple? Something- that yeah, a super villain would do it, like give you kidney stones. Yeah, never, never had one. Knock on wood. It seems like something that would happen to me. I, I, I don't eat for that was uh, that was the uh, the uh, the bad operation I had was the kidney stone removal. Oof, I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. Well, that's a, that was the um the Concord. Right, like they don't yes. fly the Concorde anymore. They've been talking about bringing. That's because they would like catch on fire and stuff. You know? <laughs> I think they were very like not energy, not very green. Like it burned like a lot of fuel. It was like yeah, really but you could get someplace in like ten minutes. You could fly from Paris to Rio in a half an hour. You know, which I but I guess that's kind of why they filmed that spot with James Bond there because it's this iconic. Concord thing. It was like pretty new around then, maybe a yeah. few years old. Mm. But like nobody Phil could Collins afford it. James, James Bond could afford to take the Concord. It's like that. It's like Jeff Bezos bringing fucking millionaires to space. It's like not everybody gets to fly the Concord, but yeah, James Bond would. I remember in the 80s as being a thing that, yeah, rich people, it was always like, oh, I'm going to take the Concord, fly the Concord over there or whatever. Yeah. There's always like a rich person thing. So, anyways, but there's a woman in his room, a woman uh, in his room named Manuela, taking pictures and stuff, and then she's in his room serving him drinks. Yeah, and like so, it's just she's just sort of a plot device to get him to the next thing. Really, there's no purpose except to act as have sex with him because he's like, what can we do between now and then or whatever? Does he say like uh, how long they have? Yeah, she's like, well, we can get in there at night, and it's just yeah. like afternoon or whatever the hell it is, and he's like, oh, and he just like pulls her he robe, pulls like a, like starts to undress her, and then and then it would have been great that it was that it would do that five minutes later, and then he'd be like, oh, was that good for you too? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got I like four to and see him still struggling with the rest of the robe, even though taking the <laughs> string off was pretty easy. He's like, I just don't understand how it, oh. No, turn a little. Turn a little. <laughs> so they're in this thing. There's this carnival going on. It's kind of like the Day of the Dead scene in. Um, uh, it's carnival. Carnival. That is it. Specter. Uh, not Specter. Uh, yeah, Specter. Specter. Yeah, it is yes. Specter. But yeah. this is like a real thing down there. Yeah, this is carnival. Really does have a carnival. They made that they, up for the movie. No, they filmed this the year before. They filmed all the parade scenes the year before. They did all the close-ups, which are like yeah. kind of cut in. But that all the parade actual shit was filmed um, the year before the, production of the movie. There is a woman, a woman, a woman uh, in one of the shots of like that they shot of the actual thing. I can't remember if she's like on someone's shoulders or if she's just standing. But it looks as though they cut just before she lifts her top up. <laughs> <laughs> I make an appearance as 009 uh, in a big carnival clown suit. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's something. Well, <laughs> that's something. I want to do something that's... special. <laughs> so yeah, Bond goes around snooping, and then the the 
009 guy the world's head. creepiest clown costume. <laughs> and like here's he, the thing with Moonraker, it's just its tone is everywhere. It's like goofy, goofy, and then it's like, oh, here's the creepiest clown thing you've ever seen. Yeah. And to make it more creepy, when he takes his costume off, it's the creepiest man with metal teeth you've ever seen. It's Jaws. Yes. But he's, so he's about nice. to. He's about to bite her neck, you know, as one does yes. when you're Jaws. Yes. And Bond rescues her, and then like the, the dancing crowd, the, the revelers sort of just come and sweep him away. And he starts <laughs> dancing with them. This is another thing that the writer was complaining about. You know, he's like, I'm not really, I'm not really down with this, uh, this whole way. He, it is silly. I kind of like it because it makes me laugh. <laughs> huh. So then they, they take this thing up. Bond goes, he's like, oh, you better go home. Uh, you've had a rough day. And so that's the end of Manuela. We don't see her anymore. Yeah. Care, yeah. Like, Meanwhile, she was, she was like, uh, Bond is like, I found this like sticker in the warehouse of that has Drax's uh, logo. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that must mean he's the bad guy. Yeah, he only tried to kill you like three times. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's the bad guy? So then uh, he goes up to this observatory thing. Yeah, and he sees, he like looks and he sees this Drax plane taking off. And he sees Holly Goodhead again. And it's like, yeah. Jesus, you know, she's everywhere. So the two of them get on this tram thing. What? <laughs> What do you call that i guess i don't even know what you call that cable car or something yeah, sure there you go <laughs> i would like to point out the, the, the part where the, the where, she, where she he's like talking to her and uh, she's like uh have we met before or something like that and she's like the face is familiar and then he puts his hand on hers and she's like and so is like the attitude or something like that or the mannerisms <laughs> and she like yanks her hand back yeah not having it. Although they've already had sex. Yeah, know. so what's the big deal? What are you playing hard to get now for? Yeah, you should have done that before the sexing. Well, she was <laughs> doing it before the sexing. He was still like, he, he, didn't, <laughs> he wasn't taking no for an answer. So I guess not. She's like, Maybe she was just like, fine, no, whatever. Just hurry up. You're yeah. old. You'll be asleep in 10 minutes. <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so Jaws bites through the licorice cable thing on their their Lots cable to say car. say about this gondola scene, actually, yeah, like with the stunts and everything. This is really cr- this is another instance where people motherfuckers were almost dead because yeah, the guy like that. practically slipped off the thing, was hanging on for dear life, didn't have his safety harness attached quite yet but did the shot anyways and then they were like oh my god he like is gonna totally plummet to his death and he didn't and he's fine but uh when i think of james bond as a little kid memories of james bond i immediately think of jaws biting through that thing that's what i think of for some reason i don't know wow i I like um i like jaws's like sidekick guy who's (laughs) <laughs> he looks exactly like the guy from Spy Who Loved Me, who was his sidekick, uh, Sandor. But like it's like his, it's like his cousin, Sandor's cousin, or something. You know, they look kind of bald and weird and little bald right. guy. Yeah. <laughs> so they put this is okay. This is uh, this is silly though. I mean, I know dangerous. Yes, all that. So they they put Jaws in the the, the cable car thing, and they the Bond takes the. Earlier on, he had said to Holly Goodhead, he's like, hey, give me that chain. Grab that chain. 
they take the chain. He's like, hang on to me. And they slide. He's sliding down the cable on the chain. And she's just Can hanging I, on. I, I need to. I have a question. If he bit through the cable, should the cable have like collapsed or something? And it wouldn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you yeah, think. Yeah. I don't know what what it was. Let me give a it's search so back stupid. here. I got a plan. So then, like you know, they're sliding down. The guy makes the car that Jaws is in go after them because he's like, oh, was, you know, the the sidekick guy, Sandor's cousin. And then, like, get low enough, and and Bond just says drop, and they drop or whatever, and they, and then he crashes into the Seven Up stand. Yeah. <laughs> or product placement. I mean, Seven Up. Of all the weird, I mean, I could take Bollinger, and whatever. Oh but, yeah, like, we didn't say the Bollinger joke from earlier, where he's like, if it was the '69, you would have been expecting me. But, yeah. Wow. That's good. I would joke. call it '68, and I'll owe you one. <laughs> <laughs> So Jaws is trying to break out, and this woman comes. The woman, a woman, uh, uh, comes up, and she's got like pigtails and the glasses. She's just, oh, she's like she uh, looks like a, she looks like you know like like her name would be, uh, Penny. Greta. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. And she's, like yeah, pigtail. she looks like she should be like this wearing the Swiss Miss uh, outfit, <laughs> and, and that's everybody always seems to remember her having braces for some reason. Yeah, I don't they, think she has she, braces. She thing. doesn't. No, it's that Mandela effect where everybody remembers something that didn't happen. But there was like there's like a big thing in Bond message boards where they're like, they erased it for the DVDs and Blu-rays. I swear she had it. And she didn't. The joke is he's he's really tall and she's really short. Right. Um, although it really would have been funny if she had braces. It would have been I know, because he has orange teeth with Please black braces. Dental plan. <laughs> And, and in real life, I guess he was married to a woman. That was about that a woman, a that, woman. that height. So, I mean, he's a tall dude in real yeah, life. Like so. tall Anyone woman. would be shorter than him. Yeah. Roger Moore's like six two, and he looks tiny next to this guy. So, but the funny thing is, so apparently, um, they got a lot of like fan mail about Jaws, and it was it was like, why does Jaws have to be a bad guy? And so, like, we like so, him. Yeah, Jaws. This is nice. Give him a lady. Well, I don't know if they said that, but they. But you know. you know, I mean, might as well. If you're gonna turn into a good guy, give him a lady too. Yeah, so he gets a lady. Yeah, they just so they're skipping off. <laughs> right. So Bond and Holly Goodhead are lying in the grass, and they're they're about to make out again, and whatever. And this these guys like EMTs come running up. It's like, <laughs> like it's like the. The, the Marx <laughs> Brothers or something like it's so silly. Keystone Cops. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And he's like, "Oh no, no, we're fine." And then they knock him out and put him in the, the back of the ambulance. And then uh, this is one of a couple times in the movie. Uh, Holly Goodhead is there. They're strapped to the gurneys, and she gives the guy the eye. You know, like, "Hey, I'm a woman, a woman, a woman." And then, <laughs> and then like. And he While turns he just, and looks at Bond, and Bond gives him a smile. And he's like, "I'm a yeah, man." And I'm he's a, like, mm, 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 "I like the woman better." Yeah. Does meanwhile, you think this is my first time? Yeah. As, as they're driving up, like this kind of like large hill, past Seven Up signs, past British <laughs> Airways signs, past Marlboro signs. I've got the list right here. You want the list, real yeah, quick? Yeah, lay it Let's on do me. Do the man. list okay. right now. Yeah. Uh, Bollinger, 
Bell helicopters, Canon cameras, British Airways, Marlboro cigarettes, 7-Up, Glaston Boat Company, Christian Dior, Seiko watches, particularly the Seiko M354 memory bank calendar, and Seiko (laughs) H357 dual display watches, and Air France. That's... I think that area is called the the hill of uh, advertising or something uh, locally. That's why there are so many uh, billboards of craziness. But really? yeah, that that's really no. I'm just kidding. It's really it's a thing. <laughs> it's not really a thing. Oh, well, it's, it should be. Yeah, it is. So anyways, while the guy is distracted, their guard is distracted by all the billboards. Bond uh, frees himself and. They fight, and they, at one point he lands in her crotch. Uh, it's just it's so silly, as like one, as one would. Right, as one, as does. one does. Sorry about that, but because you're a woman. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I had my head in your crotch two nights ago. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's God. like, "Hey, where were you then?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you weren't into it then, and now yeah, all of a sudden now you're into it. <laughs> So then, like, Bond and the guy roll out the back of the ambulance on this gurney, and, like, Bond just falls <laughs> off, and the guy ends up impaled on one of those billboards. Which He's, like, coming out of some lady's mouth. Yeah, it's we'll like the British Airways. We'll take British Airways. Like, she's, like, yeah. eating him. <laughs> <laughs> Very much like Airplane or Austin Powers, too. Like, yeah. Exactly. Very silly. Very silly. And then Bond, okay, this is where the, I have to admit, this is where the movie starts to really go on a, like, just like, what the fuck? So he, he gets on a <laughs> horse. Yeah, and it's, it's, they play the Magnificent Seven theme. Yeah, it's like the, the most ridiculous. It really is all over the place, like, more said, than anything I've ever seen. Yeah. And he, like, there's no reason to do that. He just rides it yeah, to the MI6. There's like an MI6 headquarters there, I guess, in like a monastery. Yeah. It, it's very weird. He's like, yeah, he why goes he, in, he opens why the door, he and the two like guys just fighting it there. Like, what the hell is that about? Yeah, he looks in and he's like, oh, I guess I got the wrong room or something. <laughs> yeah, like some sitcom or animated show where you like open a door and it's like, yeah, it was like hell or something. Yeah, you know? with, like in Police Squad where they would be on <laughs> yeah, the elevator right. and in the background, all the, like every time they're on the elevator, would be something different going on behind them. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, it's like Jay Sherman's back there going, it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. I don't know. It's just, it just makes no sense. It's so stupid. So he goes in and we have another Q scene. Just, just, yeah, it's always fun to have a Q scene. Yeah, it's yeah, balls Q. I like their mobile. They're always like setting up a mobile operation somewhere. Yeah, like, oh, we're gonna take over this monastery, and I'm gonna need a place to throw my balls. And you stay here, Money Penny, and you correct the papers and type things. Yeah, seriously, that's pretty much. All. I hate to say it, Money Penny's like you know the days of Money Penny being like a sexual object are are gone. Uh oh. Clay got cut off. What would you like to talk about? Clay skipped a groove again. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. My, That's all right. Yeah. I got to fix this. Everything's there. Everything's there. Everything stinks. I got to make sure that this 
cord doesn't come popping out of my mic. That's gaff what tape Bob was saying. She said, oh, that's what a woman <laughs> said. <laughs> I'll gaff tape Bob, it there later. Pop, your microphone stopped popping out of my cord or whatever. <laughs> a woman. <laughs> but yeah, like the, there's laser guns. There's like, what the fuck are they doing? I like the fake, like, sleeping guy in the poncho that opens yeah. up his <laughs> Like, a, he opens up like an oyster. And, like, what? It does. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So, anyways, he's like, oh, yes, that, that formula, you, you, that, that nerve gas, it's a toxic, very toxic. Yeah, I like here is when, he's, when Q's like, He's like, 007 was right. And they cut back to a quick shot of him of 007. Like, Thank you. And like, Q keeps talking. It's, it's, it's good comedy. Gotta get that in there. Yeah. But uh, How they find out like, it's from an orchid. A record number of locations for this movie and budget was super crazy, but Spidey well, loved it the time, so well. 30 million. Yeah, it was the highest growth, uh, the high, the biggest budget, I should say. Not the high, it was the highest grossing for a while. They were all over the, the high... world with this shit. All yeah. over the place. Literally and figuratively, they were all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right. Quite right. Uh oh. Like Audio capture not working. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, can you guys hear me? Yes. 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 I just want to. I just want to say that. For oh, it made, it made me think that I pulled. No, the thing no, out no. Again. Just for the benefit of the listener who, <laughs> right, who was right. not able to hear the joke that keeps happening on our end. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. <clears throat> stupid. 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 So anyway, they send Bond out for this, looking for this orchid. He's in a speedboat. There's in one like of a... those boats that was on the on a billboard. Oh, uh, it was it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't oh. get. It. This is fight. the last. This is the last instance where the 007 theme was the, – the music was used in the film. Oh, I mean, sad. I feel dun, like speedboat dun, 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 chases dun, 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 dun. until the Goonies. Sorry. Well, no, that's kind of like – I just watched that, that boat blow up, by the way. Like the, dum, the, the dummy looks <laughs> really bad. Uh, but I feel like, like these kind of like speedboat chases, maybe there were a little bit more – like maybe I'm thinking later in the '80s, like Miami Vice. It seemed like it was the style of time to do like boat chases. Or I thought you were gonna say the speed boat chase was should have been called a slow boat chase. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. He's got yeah, lines. I like it. it's fine. He's got a lot the of the green screen doesn't work though. Like when Jaws, no! like, the, the <laughs> close ups look really bad. But they off. close up to James Bond in the boat, and like they, you can't see anything behind him, so it's just kind of like there's somebody squirting a water bottle on a bad kitty, bad kitty, <laughs> you know, like. But that looks fine. But like, there's no reason to cut the jaws if he's not on a real boat. Yeah, it's really bad, and particularly the climax of the scene where they both go over the falls, and Bond's boat turns into a hang glider. Well, yeah, he's got a hang glider in his like. Like the top of the boat just becomes a hang glider, but yeah. Jaws kind of just sits there and looks at him holding his gun. He's, he's like, like, <laughs> like he's still going to shot him. Yeah. After you guys described the uh, details of that, this is another instance where people almost died. Yeah, drop some knowledge Sorry. on us. Sorry, to um, make fun. No, it's make fun all make fun all you want, but I guess this 
this boat got caught on that ledge of the the waterfall and they were like oh shit like we kind of just can't leave it there or whatever like they needed it to go to film it but also like as a safety thing you couldn't just have this boat be there so like they uh, one of the stunt guys that like, goes up in a john, helicopter john richardson john uh, richardson yeah special yeah, effects yeah. i'm never go- oh especially i'm not never good at knowing the names of these guys, that's cool but uh uh, but yeah, so he goes up in the helicopter, is hanging from the helicopter, and is like yanking on it, trying to dislodge it from to go over the falls. It's like think about how dangerous that is. Like you're like attached yeah. to a helicopter above this gigantic fall in a boat, and there's metal and water, and you can't hear anything. And then he starts to. I'm kind of skipping a little bit forward. He's basically holding onto it with his hands, and like. Then he starts to hear, like, ping, 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 and his suit and his harness is starting to, like, get ripped apart. So he goes, oh, fuck this, and goes back up into the helicopter. And it was, like, his harness that was, like, going to come undone. And basically they came back the next day, and there was a lot of waterfalls, so that, like, there was a lot of rain, so the rain washed the boat away. But they went up there, like, crazy people trying to fucking fix this boat. And the guy could have died. They would definitely wouldn't do that in a. I guess you would just CGI it now, but they, for film safety and shit, like these guys seem like they're fucking crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean that's Tom that Cruise is... crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, indeed. Well, speaking of leaving stuff there, so Bond lands like just in the woods or whatever in this forest, and he like just kind of he's he's got his little helmet on, which is nice. He put his helmet on before he got his yeah, thing, and he just kind of cute. throws it or whatever. But so he just leaves his hang glider in the middle of the, the woods. He walks and he sees the woman from Vanini Glass earlier. He was just known as Blonde Beauty when I watched it on Amazon. That was her name. But sorry, well, so he's like, they oh. weren't wrong. No, they were not wrong. You're right. So he follows her into this temple thing. She's like beckoning him. It's so like it's like it's like that scene in Holy Grail where it's like, oh, we need a good spanking. It'd be like <laughs> I was thinking of the sirens in Oh Brother Where Art Thou too. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. They done loved him up and turned him into a horny toad. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's like a bunch of women, they're all in white, and like it's just like what? So what the? Hell? This is the first instance of my recollection of James Bond was that um, this is I saw from this point on was the first Bond thing I ever saw over at Brian Hailstone's house. Wow! Um, wow! Yeah, Brian Hailstone. Yeah, because they had uh, cable and the movie was on for some reason. We were watching this, so. I'm sure we must have been doing something else, and this was on in the background. But this is my first recollection. It was Bond fighting the snake. That's the first thing I remember. Yeah. So like the weird. So he's like, "Oh, I'm not going to walk on this bridge, but I'm going to walk on this thing and that thing. Like this piece of never <laughs> flick like into the water. Rock. It's like, it's like something that would be in a screen. You know, they're like, the, "Oh, here's the Wampa Cave. Oh no, I'm trapped." Yeah, right. exactly. Like, oh. like just a little switch, and it goes. Blink, and they would yeah. yeah knock you into the trash compactor or whatever. <laughs> and then you use these to levitate. You know, <laughs> your Yoda's thing. Yeah. So the snake is choking him. It, it kind of reminds me of Dragnet or whatever. You remember that scene in the movie Dragnet? But he takes the 
pen. He's got the pen still. Uh, her her pen. A, yeah, unfortunately, it's an epi pen, and the snake snake starts feeling better after he. <laughs> yeah, he's like the snake was like, oh, I I couldn't even afford one of those myself. Thanks for yeah, dollars. Man, health insurance down in Rio de Janeiro is really... <laughs> it's like non-existent like healthcare <laughs> down here. So you try man. being a snake and try to get get uh, universal healthcare in Rio. Well, apparently, uh, the way they did this was that to get the snake to attack the stuntman filming it, they put like food behind the stuntman so the snake would go to it. And then the stuntman would kind of like swim in front of the snake and try to make it look like it was attacking. But oh I guess God. the snake Again. didn't really have a whole lot of interest in the stuntman. He's like, dude, dude, I got Ooh. food over there. Get out of the way. Uh, again, You're not food. Maybe <laughs> they were in no danger of being attacked by that snake. But that's crazy that they had the the real snake and the real shark in that last movie. Like, yes. Why? Mm. Couldn't they just, you know, like I say, Ed Wood have like a move around a little bit in there? Like, Turn on the well, <laughs> like they, do, be they do that when they get like to the Roger me. Moore close up, so th that's obviously not a real snake. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, he gets out of the water. Jaws is there again, and it's just, he's Jaws is always there. I don't know where he, like, he fell over a waterfall like five minutes ago. Yeah, but you know what? He fell fine. off of a cliff in the last movie into a house while he was in a car, and he was fine. <laughs> but this but, was like literally two minutes. Like, this is like maybe God, the waterfall I... washed right to the pool of water where the snake was. All right, no prize for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So Jaws takes him prisoner. Drax shows up, and they for some reason again, like even though they've tried to kill Bond like fifty times in this movie, they're like, oh, bring him into the control room. Well, Drax also was like, you like continue to defy my my attempts for an amusing death for you. So I think that's the reason <laughs> Drax is not just going to shoot him. He's got to. He's like, I got to do something a little more clever. I can't. That's, a gun is just too bland. A yeah, snake, that's me. good. A guy hidden in a tree, pheasant hunting, that's all right too. You want to know why he's a knight, <laughs> Lieutenant? <laughs> Guns are too quick. <laughs> So, anyways, so like, yeah, he's telling it. This is basically where he's like, "Yes, my master plan." And they launch all well, the moonbreakers. Can I stop you for a second there? Um, Please. Were you, did you feel um, traumatized, like you were maybe watching the movie The Black Hole when you're when he goes into it is the control room? Very similar. Because I thought immediately yeah. of your safety when I. Uh, oh, thank you. When I, when I saw this, I just wanted to be triggered. In any way, uh, by this, what they called uh, the production designer called this Mondrian set. It looks like a this, the painter Mondrian. Yeah, oh, I can, I can see that. Yeah, very yeah. well. Wow. This was uh, Ken Adam, the uh, set designer. This was his final Bond movie. Oh, uh, but uh, what a way he to now He went out with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. So they launched the Moonrakers and six Moonrakers or whatever. Or yeah, the, Bond is like, wait, you make these things, why'd you steal one? Yeah, it's like, why is this plot device here? <laughs> this is plot hole, is really what he's saying, basically. And he's like, oh, the other, one was, the other one was broken, so I had to steal steal the working one back or something. Right, I gave it to him, I steal it back. Really late. Can I ask a practical question? Why do all these, uh, like, ground crew astronauts, including, like, just an old guy that's, like, 
playing solitaire or something. I don't know what he's doing. What? Why do they all need to be dressed up like pseudo astronauts down there? You know these what I yellow, mean? These yellow outfits. Why yeah, they, I, I mean, I love it. I love when henchmen have a look. But Yeah, there's a uniform, really, I guess. They don't really Jack, like, like Hey, where did you wear the wig yellow? <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite kind of makes me happy. <laughs> so they throw Bond in this room, and Holly Goodhead's in there, and she does the typical James kind of, um, you know, thing. Yep. So the Why ceiling opens. Head is true. Head is true. So this. The ceiling opens and the Moonraker's engines are up there, and it's like, oh, it's your own crematorium, is what he says. No, I'm rather fond of that joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crematorium. So he leaves, Planetarium. and uh, <laughs> Bond's got his watch. His good old Seiko watch, which he yeah. also drove by a billboard for. Yep. And uh, it's unfortunately, I don't, I don't know if most Seikos have this, but there's a little thing that you can blow up a whole air vent with. <laughs> I have I have three Seiko watches, and none of them have that. Oh, that's too bad. It's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, he blows a hole in the thing, and he's like, "Bang on time! Whew, I got time mm-hmm. for a quip in there." <laughs> Just before the Moonraker launched. Actually, the fire effect of them like doing the John McClane kind of like running through the uh, you know the vent or whatever it's, right. it's actually a pretty good effect it looks like pretty the fire you wouldn't and the notice. sets the sets and the cutouts and stuff like the all the space shuttle stuff like it looks pretty cool yeah, yeah. you know the, the effect how they achieved the effect of like the contrail of the the shuttle going up and through the atmosphere was achieved by hollowing out a a model and filling it up with salt and just and having like a little light bulb at the bottom so it lit the salt as it was just falling out of the they bottom. They did a of the lot mountain. of wow. Isn't that clever? Yeah. Which which they also because... used that sort of effect in the Phantom Menace for some of the waterfall stuff that they would shoot. Uh with wow. some, that they would use uh salt to replicate waterfalls because it looked like water. Oh. Yeah, about that. Knowledge dropped thank you. Boom. So they dress up as pilots. They like, you know, knock out some pilots. Pilots. <laughs> yes, those kinds of pilots. I learned Holly Goodhart really just, she just like belts this guy with like a gas can a couple times. I love, I like her because she's beautiful and she can punch people. Yeah. Sometimes true. her hair looks like it needs some conditioner, though, in the few shots. <laughs> it looks a little dry. Hmm. <laughs> she's got a lot of hair. Her hair is yeah. thick. Yeah, but I can see what you're saying. I don't know. Out of '70s Bond women, like yeah. she's right up there. She's right up there. She was supposed to be Anya. Did I mention that? I forget. You did, but it kind of got lost. Yeah. So you can go ahead and say it. Uh, I don't know, but she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be in the last one, and she didn't. Oh. And now, so they got her in this one. So there you go. That's the end of that. That's all I got. Um, she was quite proud of uh of the name Goodhead. She liked that she had a filthy, filthy name, which yeah. makes me like her even more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And she was uh, in the uh, that cut scene I may have talked about in Austin Powers where she's like, she's the wife of a henchman. And there's like a whole scene about what it's like to be the wife of a henchman that's been killed in action kind of thing. Hmm. How about that? Baby, I don't to... know what it's like. 
<laughs> you don't know. Um, do you think, I mean, I have to say, I feel like a lot of vagina was seems like a direct <laughs> take. Oh, it's got to be. Holly Goodhead, right? I, I mean, don't know. I No, I think it's probably more pussy galore, but. All right. Yeah, you're right. All right. It's all the same. It's all the same. No prizes ah, all, all around. Good. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> but that would work. Yeah. Work here. So um, they go into space. I mean, this is it. This is the thing. They they get into the shuttle. They're dressed as pilots, and they they get on Moonraker Six. And, and yeah, because she is first of all, go. she's an astronaut. She's already established that earlier. And <laughs> second of all, everything is like automated. So even if she wasn't, they'd just be able to go there. It would be, right. right, right, No space yeah, they, suit. No pressure suit. This is. Nothing. Not no, but they go into what space. Was the thing and, uh, Star Trek, the motion picture on the inside. You don't need C- all that. Stuff. Cubby, Cubby Broccoli said, "We're not science fiction. We're science facts. We're science yeah. facts." He must yes. have got his facts mixed up or something. Maybe he meant <laughs> science <laughs> facts, and it was like a fax machine. He's like, "Look at how far science has come. We've got yeah, look how far ahead of we it's are." It's like a Tim and Eric joke. He's over by the fax machine, and then it's just like the it pr- slowly prints out the word science on a piece of paper. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> science facts. So, like, they go into space as uses the the booster rocket drops off and just. Actually, does drop off. It just falls. Wait, I thought they were in zero gravity. Whatever. It's, it's like, matter. like the the weird plane gravity. Physics don't matter. I will <laughs> just note <laughs> one thing really quick uh, here that they did not have the budget to hire Lucas ILM to do their they to, they want to use the ILM guys or their equipment to do couldn't all this stuff. Couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford oh. it. So what's so they spent thirty mil painstakingly so. do this with um, lots of optical prints with the original film, like processing it over and over again, trying yeah, to they scratch had to, it and mask they had to and re- all this and shit. Rewind the film back in the camera and shoot it. They would do like multiple exposures on the same piece of film, like forty, or, like as many times they said, as they jumped I out of the plane. 80, eighty, they said, yeah, eight yeah. and one. Wow. So like, and they were like. And it would, and stuff would get messed up, and and then like one of the producers on uh, the commentary was like, "I just don't if, if things get messed up with with the the film a- anymore, just stop telling me about it because it's stressing me out too much." <laughs> He's like, "I just if I just because every time they they would run it through, like run the risk of something going wrong." So, oh my god! I mean, can you even yeah. imagine? Do you think someone who does like like visual effects say looks at that and goes man those guys that sucks yeah, we just yeah, literally probably, just, because it is like it's we just hit undo like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> control z yeah <laughs> uh yeah like because back then you know it's like homemade home cooking effects you know and and i was pointing out to mrs elder i'd be like well here's the way they do it they'd like block off this part of the film so it wouldn't get exposed so you just film like the earth on the bottom and then you'd cover that part up and film the other elements that take up the top half of the screen. So you never see anything cross, like, over the, the planet Earth at the bottom. You know, right, they... right. And there, there was, like, certain shadows. They did some other special little mask or did it frame by frame or something. Yeah, Man. it seems like it would have just been easier to have the ILM guys do it. <laughs> to just pay... just they the were money. already made so much money off of that other thing. And even if they were going to go over budget over this, I guess... You know, they were saying on the commentary too, like 
Covey was always really cool if they asked for more money or they said that this is how much it's going to cost. He's like, okay, fine. It's a lot of money, but if you want to do it, you got to spend the money to do it. Well, I saw a thing with Covey where they someone said like someone was asking him like, oh, I heard this new one. This costs like twenty five million the most. He said, I wish it cost twenty five million. <laughs> <laughs> so it costs well, it costs close to thirty. I think it was about thirty million, right? Was the budget? Yeah, yeah. but that's nineteen seventy nine dollars. Right, a it's a lot of money. Yeah. So anyway, they're in the shuttle, and they're all there are like all these beautiful men and women on the shuttle and they're like kissing and stuff. It's very yeah. weird. But they're all so... at the height of their horniness. Yeah. They're at the, yeah, they're it's at all the, the same room. beautiful women from earlier in the film. Right. And uh, I don't know where these beautiful men came from, but uh, right. they're there. They're there. They're beautiful. And, and uh, Roger Moore, they're there. James Bond they're said there. something, but he's some sort of Noah's Ark kind of comment. It seems pretty obvious what's going on. Yeah, it's a big. But they still do this big explanation later on, which is kind of weird. But anyway, so they go up. There's this big, which is big ship in space. Holly's driving. She's like, "That's not on radar." She says it twice. Just to make sure everybody gets it. Really, no radar. It's not on radar. And then she knows how to dock. So that's well, she's a pilot. Oh, that's right. I mean, she's an astronaut, so she can do this stuff. Yeah. So everyone just gets off. Jaws is up there with his lady, so that's good. With no braces. Just yeah, no braces. No braces. And so they just Bond and Holly decide to look for the radar jamming system. So because they're like, well, if we can disable that, then people will see it. Like, All right. And they're like, they're kind of just like, let's try this way. Like this is <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like, like like they're at the mall and it's like that you are here. And... <laughs> All right, they're like we just came from there, so let's yeah. try there. Yeah, I mean they had to turn on artificial gravity first, so like oh, yeah. that's science facts. Science facts. <laughs> yeah, All the that. artificial it, gravity it, too, air. besides the um, uh, later like some wire work is just we're slowly moving and yeah. hey, hold, stand slow. right here. I'm gonna point this blow dryer at your face not yours bond because we already know you we did that too much you, for you i'm just talking about you like, pretty lady yeah yeah <laughs> so he's got all these orchid globes because the orchids will kill what do they say like a hundred million people right each orchid yeah, it's, a, it's, it's just going to kill people but not yeah. other animals or something so all the people that are up here the beautiful people will repopulate the species yeah the i wanted to do that people. too but but we're not supposed to like that guy, so he's an asshole. <laughs> right. Oh, I was sure. thinking of some other Beautiful People song, but the Marilyn Manson one came out. So they shut down the, the thing, and the NASA people are like, hey, there's a ship up there. Let's go. Yeah. Like, you know, the Marines. Like, literally, yeah. like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where did this come going? from? <laughs> they get up in like 10 minutes. It takes them like no time at all. It's like the launch a space shuttle up there. Yeah. This is, Trump saw this and he's like, Space Force, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, one, uh, so a couple of those globes launch out and Bond and Holly are just kind of watching. It's just like, hmm, 100 million people, eh? Okay, like they don't seem that concerned. That's all right. And then suddenly, Jaws is standing behind them. Yeah, and he sort of is like, he's like tapping her on the shoulder, going, "Hey, look at." Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. There's a giant man behind us. With don't worry, I'll take care of him by punching him in the jaw. Yeah. Again. 
Again. But he also knees him in the balls, and it makes yeah. like a, a metal-y sound. So does he have something going on down there? Is he wearing a cup? What's going on down there? He's like... Um, balls of steel. Oh, what's his name? Fucking Deadpool. <laughs> oh, Colossus? Colossus, yeah. He's like, yeah. clunk. 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 So anyways, yeah, they bring him to the control room again, and, and you know, he's all like, yes, uh, and the again. people... And were... again! Hit him again. And again. And again. And again. 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 So, like, Jaws, uh, Drax gives, like, a big speech about how the the new people, the, the, you know, oh, your offspring will see that there was this uh, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. stuff. I'm evil. I'm Space Hitler. Uh, Beautiful people up here. Everybody (laughs) who's not beautiful by my thing is going to be eliminated all right have a cucumber sandwich yeah (laughs) he does have beautiful people but he does have a racially diverse group of beautiful people it's true so i mean he's not all bad i guess that's what (laughs) stacy's pointed out because it's it's actually it's hard for me to get uh mrs mrs stacy who's my wife but not my wife uh to to watch like a james bond but she i was like it's Moon, it's Moonraker. She came in like, came in from work, and I was like right at this part, and and she just sat there like, wow, this is so great and bad at the same time, and I was like, exactly, mm. that's what we're doing here. Yeah, that's just what that's what we're here for. That's what we're here. On. Yeah, and then exactly. I said, I pointed up my shirt that says, "I'm here for it." <laughs> and what about the shirt that says we'll get to that it's on the back there it says we'll get there I said I'm okay. here for it and then in the back it's we'll get there which is like encouragement for the people behind me when I'm running a race oh there you go yeah 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 so there's like a whole thing so Bond points out that like so everybody who's not master race will be killed right and Drax is like obviously and so yeah, he's so- kind of like Look at Jaws. Yeah, like, look that guy's a master race. He's yeah. disgusting. And this, this big, hideous, weird man with a lump on his forehead and metal teeth. God's sakes, he's wearing suspenders, man. He doesn't yeah. floss. <laughs> he floss. And I guess we're flicker. supposed to think that his lady is also, but I feel like she yeah. would be master race. She's blonde. I, yeah, She's no, I've. I saw I saw what she looked like without the glasses and the pigtails and the fake like freckles or whatever, and she was like stunning. Yeah, she would well, totally be like Jaws is getting kicked out the airlock. She'd be like quick to pull those pigtails out and take those glasses off. <laughs> like, oh no no no! I'm, no, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm it's like you know, I'm one of you, sex librarian. You know the, how they always do that. <laughs> I like that. I'm one of you. I'm one of you. See that like totally like a George. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, I'm one of you. I'm one of you. No, no, no. Master race. Yeah, yeah, master race. Check it out. Check master it out. Race, look at these see? cheekbones. <laughs> look at these. Look at these creamy tits. I mean, oh, if you were I... a chick, you would have to say that. Look at these tits. <laughs> if you were a chick, you would say that. <laughs> yeah, can you'd I... have to say master race. Yeah. Can I? Can I ask a question? What you guys think the conversation Jaws had with this woman to convince her to go to space with him? <laughs> uh, I gotta do. Maybe it's like I gotta do some work stuff this week. She's like, "Do you want to hang out this weekend?" He's like, "I got some work stuff going on." He's like, "You want to?" But my you plus can one? come. You can come my with me one. because <laughs> the because my boss is paying for the hotel room and the airport and stuff. So like, yeah, why, why don't, don't you, you come, come with along? Me? We'll get to hang out. That's what I feel like. Say. Jaws would say, "Come with." 
You want to come with? He absolutely would say come with. Hey, you want to come with? I can't wait till somebody clips that and puts it on there. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've heard in a while. You want to come with? Oh, it's too bad Whatever. that Richard Keel is dead because, like, if he was at a convention, we could just ask him to say that and record it. <laughs> just say it into his phone. <laughs> Dolly. He's got that Dolly? weird voice. Yeah, Dolly. Dolly's her name. Dolly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she's very pretty. I mean, there's no way that she wouldn't be allowed in the new world. She wouldn't world. come with. There's no way she wouldn't come with. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no it's way like she would come with. But let's just say, for the sake of everything, like, it all worked out the way Drax wanted. And he's like looking at people. He's like, oh, you're not going to make it. Eh. But he would look at her and be like, yeah, all right. Take those pigtails out, but you look all right. <laughs> well, I feel like Jaws might get a pass because he he's hired henchy he might it's like i might still need some muscle yeah but we are gonna have to sterilize you (laughs) (laughs) so maybe that would cause a rip (laughs) oh man whatever so So anyway bond does sort of like i want to say something about what bond does here (laughs) when he turns off the like because they see the the marines and their shuttle are coming Mm. and uh, um and bond does the frank drevin like rub his nose, and then, you know, punch the guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought he was trying to nudge Holly. Yeah, that. he was, but it comes across as the, well, maybe we'll bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Right, because it's literally like a countdown. It's like, we're going to shoot the Marines out of the sky. I have a, I have a laser, and it's like five. And I, I think he actually does say laser them out of the sky. Oh, he, if he doesn't. It, it's a waste. This I'm pretty sure he does I use the term. I'm right. going to it's like laser them, which is the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> laser. But anyway, oh, he says, stand by to laser it. Was the <laughs> that's, that's, that's like even better. Yeah. Stand by to laser it. Stand by to laser it. I could be wrong. I was kind of like taking notes and watching this movie at the same time. So. And my rental only had like six hours left at this point. I, oh, geez, yeah, I, I watched this movie over like two days for about 42 hours, if you want to point it towards <laughs> it. You really want to get down to it. But yeah, Bond does like really, really well. Stretching it out because you enjoy Button. And like everything goes to hell, because like the gravity goes and everything goes. There's a lot of like Star Trek flying. Ah! Like guys. Yeah, there's like two people on office chairs that go flying across the room. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like some Andy Samberg sketch or something. <laughs> Lonely Island. This is what I so like. And then the the Marines are there. They're in this. They all come out. It's literally like a GI Joe episode, right? Well, I'm I mean, going to tell you. Speaking of GI Joe, the uh, the GI Joe equivalent of the the what was it the eight inch gi joe or 12 inch gi joe whatever the size were was called action man over in uh mm, over in uk in england and uh derek menning special effects guys took a bunch of those action man dolls and converted them into space marines and so a lot mm. of the guys flying around doing the laser battles were, were dolls wow so weren't space marines the thing from star blazers they were yeah yeah but, okay good 
Good, good, good. It is literally though, like I feel like they had this fight on a GI Joe, like mini series, yeah. one of those. Yeah, G. and G. The, the mass device episode, except yeah, they were in space. Although I, I think the good guy should have had a different color laser than the bad guy, so you. Could yeah, that would have made it right. worse. Then you would know who is. Who is who? Not that it matters. Who cares? I mean, some of them are in yellow, some of them are in white. It doesn't. It's but it's so. <sighs> it's fine, but <laughs> it's, 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 it's fine. not good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's and then they get on the ship, and it's the same thing. It's like oh my god, and the laser like it's such, it. Hey, it's 1979. What are you gonna do, right? Yeah, yeah. Well. You can give the bad guy a good death scene. They do give the they do give Drax a very good death scene. Drax is about to shoot Bond, and Bond's like, "Well, I don't know," and he shoots him with the dart. Yeah, the dart comes back for a second appearance. Yeah, and not, and to add insult to injury, he shoots him out the airlock too. He puts him in the airlock, <laughs> and he lances him out there. And then she's like, "What happened to Drax?" And he says, "He had to fly." Oh, oh. and then good. he high fives like her for the joke. Yeah, it's almost as good as the Infinity War when he's like, yeah, but the kids see more movies or whatever, and he shoots him out. <laughs> so anyways, the ship, I don't even know if there's a line of dialogue that explains this, but the ship starts to like blow up for some reason. Did they right. explain why? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Who cares? I like the fact that while it's coming apart, that it's obviously like like a cardboard set. The guys behind it, just like crew members, are just pushing it in and out. It looks really weird and not good. Apparently, when it finally does blow up, they they just put it in a room and locked the doors, and they just shot at it with shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way you gotta do it. That's so, the, so they're like, all right, everybody Holy out. Shit. Like, everybody out. Meanwhile, Jaws is there with his lady, and Bond and Goodhead are still out there. Oh, but all I, the Marines I, are like, there's all right. A great shot of when Jaws turns to the good guys. And, like, they should, there's like a dude just sitting there. It's a close up with his face. And then Jaws's hand just engulfs the guy's entire <laughs> head. It's just. <laughs> it is. His, no, I mean, legit, his hand is as big yeah. as that guy's face. Yeah. Like, it's insane. But uh, so like they're like, oh, we have to destroy those three globes that launched. Like the the three of those those orchid globes launched. And he says, oh, we've got to go get. Well, you know, um, Drax's shuttle has a laser on it. We'll just we'll just do that. We'll just get out there and blow them up. So they get on Moonraker Five, which was the one. I love how they buckle up. They got to make sure they buckle up. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no space marine suits, but then, nope. again, no helmets either. Nothing, just whatever. Meanwhile, Jaws and his lady it's find the Bollinger. Helmet. One more product placement. Got to yeah. get that Bollinger. Release. They're going to just start drinking. And he actually speaks though. Yeah, nice. it's his only line. Because yeah. he says like, he says, "Here's to us." Here's to here's us. To right. us. And then Bond and Goodhead are trying to get out on the shuttle, and it's stuck. And then Jaws and her uh, and uh, Dolly are passing by like an observatory window, and they start waving like idiots. They're like, They're "Hey, <laughs> hey guys! Oh, hey, it's Bond! Hey, you got the shuttle, huh?" But Bond gives them a little bit of like, you know, we're we're, we're stuck in neutral, but if you know, if you help us, if you push us out, we might be able to get out of the driveway. 
Yeah, know. it's like when you yeah when you're stuck in the snow and the neighbors come by and help push you out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind basically what exactly what it is. And then they're like, "Oh, don't worry, they'll make it." Yeah, yeah. Then what? the part of then the part of the space station they're on blows off and just kind of <laughs> doo, like heads towards Earth. Yeah, and Bond's like, "Don't worry, it's only a hundred miles to Earth or something." Yeah. I'm like, like "Well, don't worry. That <laughs> they're only going like to fall a hundred miles to a fiery death. <laughs> it's fine, you know, like." They'll be, they'll be fine. Don't but worry about the, the, One of the NASA guys is like, oh, we found a blonde woman and a tall man. And a giant. Like, yeah, I was like, what? what do you, so? How do you know who's on the <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> cares. They do the laser. Laser them. Stand by to laser them. And they, they, they laser the, the first two globes. The third one is like, oh, we're out of. We're auto. skipping on the atmosphere. And I, yeah. we got to use manual. Yeah. Use the force. Yeah, it is. It's very, it's very much like manual. It's like Don't you turn off your targeting. I'm all right. And then um, he does. It's like, oh, we're gonna die. And then he shoots it. Yay! And then they go back up into space. I guess. Yeah, he's like now burned up. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, like, there's a space like, shuttle. They're for... just like cruising altitude. Uh, yeah, Siri. Yeah, uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna just hang here for a minute. We'll go back down from space whenever we want. Yeah, so it's then there, SpaceX. Yeah, SpaceX. So yeah. I, I have a really serious question though. Like, yeah, has SpaceX ever? Do you think SpaceX is has that I, ever happened? I think it that's one of those things that you can like search on Google whether it actually has happened or not because there's been this movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> there's been like there's been couples like married people that have been on the well, international Married people don't have sex. Station. Yeah. Yeah, uh, seriously. Come on. I well, I don't I don't know. I'm crazy. No. That's not his wife as we know. <laughs> I I I don't know the answer to that question, but I would be I would like to know the answer too because you would think maybe by now we've been in space for like fifty years, right? It's uh five thirty eight has an article on it. All right. I don't and while you're looking at that, I want to tell you that thirty million dollars <laughs> is the equivalent of one hundred and fifteen million uh, today. That doesn't seem like too outrageous for a budget. Right. The uh, no time to die was between two hundred and fifty and three hundred for a budget. We weren't even as good. Yeah, and Durson the Firestarter <laughs> had a uh, had a budget of uh, six hundred and fifty million. Yeah, cents. <laughs> Not even a million cents. It was, it was like thirty dollars in fake blood and hairspray. SpaceX is serious business. I gotta tell you. Yeah, that's what this article I just looked up. I can't, I, I can't read this whole thing now. It's a lot of things, but I feel like SpaceX has happened. But it happened here. But I mean, I feel like there's so much stuff that actually goes on. Like when you're in space, you got to wear the suit. You got to have all this. You can't get naked and have sex, can you? It's like, it's... Well, man, sleeping is weird too. You got to like strap yourself to a wall when you sleep. You yeah, know? basically, like you're in like a sleeping bag that's attached to the your bed so that you don't float away. 
Well, Bond and Holly do float away. They're just sort of floating around there. They got like floating undies and stuff in the back. Yeah, all their clothes are sort of floating around, and then they and do. Then, a whole, oh, we we've seen them. It's basically just like the last movie. Yeah, it's a, like what what did we do in the last? The, this whole movie is basically the last movie, just kind of cranked up to in eleven. Space. In space, they're like, oh, look, we have patched in to M, and we're gonna send this to the Queen and the President and right. the Pope. And the Dalai Lama. <laughs> they've, they've all tuned Bond's in. They're all mother. watching now. Bond's the whole world is watching now. Yes. Well, I love the Q, the classic Q line. Q I think he's attempting re-entries. Yeah. Oh, God. Houston calling. Confirm your position. Oh. Confirm your <laughs> Doggy position. Doggy style. No, sorry. That's not <laughs> but, I mean, it's so ridiculous. But, I mean, all right. All right I'll, I'll Hey, I'll give him SpaceX or whatever. I'm sure it's a thing. But give it to him. When they were doing it in the movie, I don't mean doing it. I mean like when they were. <laughs> oh God! All right, when those astronauts were actually having sex, do you think they were like so Moonraker, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was like the code word, like Moonraker tonight. <laughs> Want to do a little Moonraker tonight? <laughs> That wouldn't be a good code word because if you were an astronaut, you probably would get the reference. But I mean, you think like all their stuff is being monitored, right? Like somebody on Earth is listening to everything they say, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Why do I care? This is Drax's shuttle, so. Oh, yeah. So that's the end, and Bond will return, and blah, blah. (laughs) It's it's the end. The end. They're all Which, like, if, if you look at the story of Moonraker 5. In the credits, yeah. it says, filmed on location in like Rio and France, and then says, and outer space. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I was. Well, I don't know. Do we want to do final thoughts? Yeah, let's go with final thoughts. <laughs> Who wants to go first? John, I'm you go, go first. first. I never John go first. Goes first. John never goes first. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say, here it is. This movie is big, loud, stupid, obnoxious, makes no sense, and I and I love it. I love the quips. I love the shoddy effects work. I love the good effects work. I like Moore's horniness. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's basically, again, it's just Spy Who Loved Me, except just cranked up. And right. it was the highest grossing Bond film up until Goldeneye. I like the jokes. Roger Moore is really likable. Uh, I mean, the, some of the action stuff is kind of wonky, and the product placement is a little uh, hit you over the head. But I'm having a good time, and that's really what I was looking for. It was just the first time I watched this as an adult last year. I mean, I think the last time I had watched it, I was like 12 up until last year. I was surprised at how much enjoyment I got about it. I was just like, this is fun. I'm looking for fun. We're in this dreary, shitty time. It's nice to have a little fun. That's what I got to say. I give it an ironic A. <laughs> an ironic like, A. I recognize I like the it. Flaws. Ironica. <laughs> I recognize the flaws, and I know it's got problems, but I just had a good time. And so I'm, I'm, I've, got a, I've built three Moonraker uh, model kits. Ooh. I've got a Moonraker poster in my office. Uh, so I I like it. I just have fun with it. And it's the seventies. Right. <laughs> it just, was. It was like the like, end of the seventies too. It, it's, like, just, it's, got it's a little bit more. 
it's got so much 70s-ness to it. I'm just like, I like Roger Moore's, the, the collars on his shirt are basically stabbing him in the nipples. They're so long. Uh, <laughs> on his dress, you know? So I'm like, whoa, those, those are long and pointy. So oh, yeah. that's what I say. Ironic A. All right, who wants to go next? Clay, do you want to go, or do you want me to? <laughs> who wants to go? Clay, you go. Okay, I'll no, go. No, 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 no. I don't care. I'll go. No, it, it was funny, though, like, uh, how you said it. <laughs> <I> just, no. <laughs> so who wants so to go next? Get off uh, of him. That's not me. How about you? No, I was glad I was going to volunteer to go. I'm just oh, giving you poop. Giving you poop. Um, I do remember like in a gut instinct sort of way like I said like I think of James Bond as a kid I think of Jaws fighting through the gondola thing it's really surprising to me in retrospect that this whole movie wasn't in space (laughs) like I didn't watch this last year I just watched it a few times this uh this time like I watched it a couple times and like I was doing work today and just kind of had it on the background with the commentary just to try to absorb some stuff and watch the Moonrake inside Moonraker thing. And mm-hmm. I agree with everything that John said. It's fun. It's 70s. I think maybe even like subconsciously, like Moonraker kind of sparked my fascination with space and space exploration and NASA and space shuttles and stuff like that when I was a kid. It was like super important to me. But I'm still just going to stick with the. Um, a great might surprise you guys. I don't enjoy this as much as the spy who loved me, so I'm gonna give it an unironic solid B. Not as not giving it a B plus, even though it has all the space and everything. Wow, okay, but unironic solid B. Solid B. I did. There's nothing. Uh, it's it doesn't offend me in any way. And the bad stuff uh, that's cheesy or whatever, like I'm surprised there weren't like. You know, monkeys driving cars in this movie. Like, <laughs> for real, if there was, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been mad about it. You know, I'm not mad about it. That's what I'm gonna say. Solid B quote. The All full right. quote that they're gonna put on the next DVD releases. I ain't mad about it. Clay Inferno. I ain't mad about it. All right. <laughs> I I agree with what you guys were saying uh, mostly, but I do feel like at some point it takes it a little, a little too far. <laughs> I, I love I love Roger Moore. I'm not going to say anything bad about him. I think he's great. He is at the height of his horniness here. Uh-huh. It, it's it's hilarious. Like that's I know, a big advantage is the height of his horniness. I think. And I I don't know I I know and you can't get away with stuff like that now. So it's good to see it's still in a funny campy way. It's he's, he's not you know it's not like he's Bill Cosby or anything like that. But it is a little like weird. But I mean I think. I was cool until the last maybe like 20 minutes. And then I was like, oh, they're starting to really get like, you know, the space battle and everything. It's very, it's very weird. Um, But again, you're right. It doesn't offend me, but it was pushing it. I'll say like Spy Who Loved Me didn't offend me. And this is a, but this just goes a little too far. You know, it's like, but the space battle and the, the, the battle of it's just so like, oh, the guys shooting each other in space it's so stupid and it's not meant to be anything you know but bond at some points i don't know this is just getting a little into parody almost but i don't know i i guess i'll say 
I'll say, I mean, John gave it an ironic A, but uh, maybe I'll give it an ironic B, but it, you know, whatever. It's not bad, but that's just, it's what the I agree. Next, the next movie, they course correct by giving Bond down to earth and for your eyes only. So, yeah, but I mean, that one's not really regarded as very good Some either. People, right? Oh, people think that might be Moore's best movie. It kind of is, okay. you know, but I don't. <laughs> but I kind of prefer. You're not you know, one of those people. I prefer horny Bond, you know, like just the walking erection, making like sexual innuendo. So, <laughs> I mean, this this one, it is the I don't know. I I like more. I mean, if but yeah, this is like Roger Moore at his finest, right? I mean, I don't remember After this much. Movie, I feel this is where like his age starts showing once. After mm-hmm. this movie, that like, you can tell that he's like, "Ooh, you know, maybe you should just stop." Status taken away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. I feel like when we keep talking about this, like, and I, I, John, I think you obviously are like, I would say you're the expert, and I could couldn't tell you anything about the next movie or his movies before this until we get a chance to watch them for the podcast. But like. I feel like Roger Moore is like the most complicated Bond because there's so much to love and so much to hate. Yes. At the same time. I agree. You know? Yeah, I can see that. I'm going to say that I liked his first four movies and I'm not a fan of his last three. Even mm-hmm. though everybody really likes For Your Eyes Only, I find it to be kind of bland. And mm-hmm. Octopussy, I find to be just... Like, the way Durson sort of feels about this is how I feel about Octopussy. Right. Uh, James Bond dresses up as a clown, which I'm like, that's fine. But he also wears, like, a gorilla suit and somehow stealthily gets into it while he's in the room with, like, three other people. And I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how that works. So. <laughs> like, how did he not see him put yeah. on this gorilla suit? Yeah. I just feel like there's a few jokes that just go a little bit like like Jaws is a little too goofy, whereas the last, you know, in the last one, he was kind of a badass, and now he's, like, yeah. pulling the ripcord and going, like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, he does kind you of know? become too cartoony. Uh, some people compare him to Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner in, in some scenes. <laughs> and, like, yeah, when he's when Bond gets on the hang glider, he's just kind of like, what? Yeah. Whatever. He should just fine. held up a sign that was, like, uh-oh, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, Drax is a good bad guy. I I think, you know, you're right. He does remind me of Peter Dinklage a lot. Uh, but uh, that's all right. It's cool. And uh, I don't know, whatever. Jaws, like, I apparently, yeah, he was getting a lot of fan mail. So they're like, let's just, let's just do it. Let's turn him into a good guy. Let's do it. Make people happy. Holly Goodhead was a fine lady. No complaints there. I don't mean fine, like she's um, fine. She's she, fine. She fine, but I mean, I mean, she is. But uh, also, like, she's a good, you know. When compared, to, I like her better than Anya in the last one, who like started off as kind of like, oh, you're a secret agent, and then just kind of ended up just like, a whatever. Yeah, I don't think Holly doesn't get tied up to anything and have the bad guy put a uh, new outfit on her. And- right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, it's, but it's not as. I mean, it's a little. It's funnier, I guess, in parts. But if you were going for that, I don't know. I mean, than the last one, but it's almost a little too goofy at times. But yeah, I can see it. Totally understand your point of view. Yeah, 
for but the I fact don't... that you even gave it an ironic B is a surprise to me. Because yeah, I think as we were yeah. talking about, it did sound like you're having a good time. If we I just was. Trim, I was having a good time. I mean, if you watch the... it in this context, you know, also it's kind of funny. But I will admit the last, like I said, the last like 15, 20 minutes, I was starting to be like, all right. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, I, I wish that they had given you the gift of the space stuff earlier then. You know what I mean? Because, like, the last 15 or 20 minutes is all space stuff. And, like, I wish you could have had that, all those moments jammed in the movie a little earlier on to, like, make you appreciate that stuff for some reason. Maybe. I'm, Maybe that's I'm, part I'm of it. I'm obsessed with the space part of it. So, you know I, I, mean? I guess you're right. Part of it is kind of like this This stuff isn't doesn't seem very Bond-ish, you know? Maybe that's that's part of it. And not only is it silly, but it's not really it doesn't seem like it fits in a Bond movie like these guys in laser like you know, in in space. It does, it does come out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like, oh look at let's just send our army up into space. And I was like, You guys right. can do that? Why not <laughs> in like two <laughs> minutes? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So And what is this guy doing over here? He's playing like solitaire or something. He's just an old guy <laughs> in, a, in a round like bubble clear bubble chair that's like where my my girlfriend has some of those air plants in them like hanging hanging around the house he's sitting oh i should get some of those yeah we should get some of those we have a lot of plants now where we become a plant a real plant family i get some of those don't make it look too much like the mondrian set otherwise you'll think you're in the black hole movie Right, I'll get, I'll get, I'll trigger, I'll get triggered. <laughs> yeah. It's only that one shot of his face that triggers. Yeah, right. Me. Okay, but I yeah. mean, all that other stuff leading up to it, could, yeah, could, could, could make me some anxiety. <laughs> it could. I mean, it's just like I don't know. There's something about it. It's just, it's silly. In it, it was, it was kind of silly in Spy Who Loved Me too, because I feel like Bond is usually like on his own. He's got to defeat the bad guy on his own. When you bring all these other guys in to shoot you know like and there's a big gunfight it seems like i don't know it seems incongruous to some Ooh. bond things but whatever it's hey the, but i i think that i i agree with you even though i'm bummed that you don't aren't excited that they were in space finally like there's all these different <laughs> i'm sad that you weren't excited yeah. about them being you're bummed. I, no no but like <laughs> what i'm trying to say is that like there's a lot of stuff that I I would keep the space stuff in in this movie, but I would cut out a lot of the some of the other bullshit in the movie. Or yeah, something. maybe that's it. it I think just, that's the cuts would bit. need to be in the other parts of the movie, and maybe more space. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this this was kind of pushed as that, right? Like this is the Bond in space. It's only the last little bit. So maybe I would have enjoyed it more. I don't know it. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. You know what? I had a fun time. It was, but I got near the end. I started to be like, all right, let's just, you know, maybe part of it too. Here's a funny thing. It's a so when you watch movie. It, yeah, it's two hours and six minutes. And when you're watching it in uh, on digital, whatever, like you can see anytime you move the cursor, it's like, oh, 35 minutes left. And I remember specifically that was what I was like, 35 minutes left. Good God. <laughs> like, I haven't even got to space yet. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, man. And sometimes that happens in a real movie. Like, not that this isn't a real movie, but you know what I mean? Like, you're in a movie theater and you're like, good God, how much more do I have to go in this thing? But when you can actually, like, I try not to never, I never look at, like, the time 
when I'm sitting in a movie theater, because first of all, you have to take your phone. I don't really like doing that. But like if I had a watch or anything, I wouldn't I don't want to know, you know, if you had one of those Seiko watches. Yeah, right. I could blow the whole thing up. <laughs> this movie's boring. When you're watching a digital for what uh, digital whatever, you know, any kind you can move anything or whatever, you always know how much time is left. And it's kind of like it does kind of and take. You can always pause it to take a bio break when you're. Yeah. Home. And I, so then and you I know. do. Or like if I'm, you know, watching it, it's just oh, I'm going to go up and get a drink and then pause it and whatever. And you you always see how much time is left. And it does kind of take something out of it because you're like. Oh man, that's how far I am into it. Or this is oh man, I got this much to go. It does kind I'm of change. That only happens to me on two hour plus movies. Like mm. if it's an hour and thirty minutes, I don't even think about it. Yeah, I can usually get through an hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, but this one it did affect me a little bit because yeah, near the end I started to be like, oh, they should probably be wrapping this up. <laughs> Almost all the movies we watch for the podcast, I watch like over the course of the the time like especially if there's something like this where i know i can watch a commentary version after and not pay attention as much or whatever you know i'll be like i'll watch it for like an hour and be like all right i'll watch it that other hour like before after i before i go to bed tomorrow night or something you know i always kind of yeah. bring it up. it's never a one sitting thing with me either it's just, but it does take it does change the way you look at it sometimes you know this is true so this is it, Roger Moore. So Roger has three more to go. Ooh, I don't know if we're gonna make it. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, we didn't even start at the beginning, but we're gonna right. take a we're taking a, a break from Bond. Yeah, we don't need so. to. We just did these two because they were kind of paired up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I called it can, the Jaws duology. So yeah. they're basically the same movie. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and there's only so many James Bond movies to do, even though there's a bunch. But what we like them, so let's enjoy it. What, let's not cram it like we did the uh, Star Trek movies. All yeah, once. Now I can't, so, right. I can't watch Star Trek anymore. <laughs> well, I, now I'm doing my great rewatch because I, I, I think re-watch. after really? Final Frontier, when I, was, I can watch um, Next Generation because I'm doing. When I great... was doing the the Star Trek comics, I watched like all three seasons of the original series as I was working on that. What was it, the year year four comics and the missions end stuff? And then I was like, I I can't. And I I never returned to the series in any serious way after that because I was just like I I can't do it. I just mm. out Star Trek to myself. Same thing happened when we did those commentary. I'm like I need a long time. Yeah. Star Trek. Although I just, like Star Trek Beyond has appeared on like Showtime lately. So if oh, I'm yeah. like flipping wow. channels, I've. And, uh, ah! I, I will make an it. exception for that one because I do I do enjoy that one. Damn good. Yeah. If I have to watch a space movie, I'll watch that over Moonraker. <laughs> but that's <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's wrap like, this fucker up. I don't up. know why. Yeah. I thought there was just way more fucking space shit in this movie than there actually was. Not that I was bummed about the space shit I got, but I was like, oh, the whole thing didn't take place on the moon. I I I don't know. I don't remember. Well, I have to watch a space movie next. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Make sure you check out uh, podcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We got some YouTube stuff. We got some other stuff. I don't know. The podcast. Just Lead check podcast. us out. The podcast. On social media. Yeah. Give it an ironic huh? <laughs> Give uh, it an ironic yeah, go have follow some. and an ironic 
multiple likes on our Instagram page. That's right. Go have some space sex. Where's Drax? Oh, he had to fly. <laughs>